Super Talk Mississippi media production. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Thursday afternoon with you on Sports Talk Mississippi. Thanks for being with us. Streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com, and the Pearl River Resort Studios. Pearl River Resort, the home of the sportsbook at Timeout Lounge. Visit them online at pearlriverresort.com. Good Thursday afternoon. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad, who looks like he's headed to the beach. Somebody forgot to tell Haydad it's 55 and raining outside. This it's is your kind here. of weather, though, isn't it? It is. It's not raining here, though. Oh, I got you. I'm just messing with you. What's up, boys? Happy Thursday. What's going on? I'm excited. You're hey, I'm excited. For, this is a huge weekend coming up. I mean, massive. State and Ole Miss fans have huge games on uh, Saturday, and then a lot of them will combine to be Saints fans and have a huge game on Sunday. We've got a conversation coming up with T.J. Reeves this afternoon. He is the sideline reporter for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and we'll talk with him about the Saints-Buccaneers matchup. Two teams played three times last year. Saints got the better of the Bucs, right? I mean, they won two out of three. Just lost the only one that mattered. Yeah. The one that mattered the most, it was in the Dome against the Bucks and touchdown Tom just kept on doing it, handed Drew Brees the final loss of I don't know if that was a touchdown Tom win more so than that was the Tampa Bay defense turning over the Saints a bunch of times and returning, what, two of them back for touchdowns. Drew Brees couldn't throw the football five yards. I hear the More, anguish in your voice as I, you describe I it. I was in a good mood. I was, and then Borky it was, brought this up. It was more of that. But, I mean, we are finally, with the exception of Peyton Turner, going to see, and he's, I mean, his rotation piece anyway, not even a starter, a full-strength Saints defense. Everybody's back healthy. Everybody's back healthy, knock on wood, with the exception of Peyton Turner. Uh, but Amanyata's back from suspension. And that, going into the season, was by far their best defensive lineman. So you have Davenport being dominant. You have Cam Jordan being... He's been really consistent this year. He's not getting to the quarterback as well as he used to. But in the Did run Marcus game... Davenport and, play Monday night? Yes, very well, as well. Okay. Uh, created a lot of pressure. Because you, you, you had heard the story that he was going to be good, and then Cat Terrell reported like right before the game that he was... On the yeah, she, she was wrong because all the people that that we mentioned, they all played. Yeah, so uh, something was up there. But yeah, he played played well. But but now with Amanyata back from PED suspension, this is full strength. So they've played as well as they have all season, battling injuries and all kinds of stuff. Now here they are, and what perfect timing to get one of the most underrated 
defensive tackles, interior defensive linemen in the NFL, adding to that defense against the Super Bowl champions Sunday at 3.30 in the Dome, and they just lifted the mask mandate in New Orleans as well. So a free-flowing Dome, it's going to be spectacular theater. The mayor did that? Well, the governor did, and the, the city followed suit. You kind, still Kind of left with no choice at that point. Yeah, you still have to uh, have negative tests or proof of vax, but you don't have to cover your face anymore. So There you go. But it's well, Halloween, so people are still going to be covering their faces, you know? Some certainly, uh, it, some certainly will be with different the things. Anyway, party in the dome. Yeah. Oh yeah. There you go. All right. There was a story on ESPN that sent me down a uh, a little bit of a research rabbit hole, and got to the point where I was just plum darn giddy, and then angry. All those things from one story that Heather Dennett wrote at ESPN. So here's the story. Bowl season executives, excuse me, bowl season executives who oversee the operation of 43 postseason games, postseason bowl games, sent a letter this week to hundreds of leaders. All of the members of the the, the conference commissioners, athletics directors, head coaches, presidents, and chancellors. Over 400 letters sent out, same letter to everybody, pleading with these leaders to make sure that college football playoff games and potential expansion models be held at bowl sites instead of on campus. The letter came from bowl season executive director Nick Carparelli and chairman Mark Neville. It was sent in anticipation of the CFP Management Committee's in-person meetings coming up Wednesday and Thursday of next week in Dallas. And it's the first time that bowl season officials... By the way, did you know that there were such a thing as bowl season officials? No, but I... I mean, I guess each bowl game had a representative. I I didn't know that they... Is that something different than bowl representatives? Yeah, I mean, like... It's like they're part of an organization. Like if you have a bowl game, I guess you're part of like the bowl well, game you know, consortium. I remember last year when there was that huge announcement from ESPN that they would be referring to it as bowl season, and that somebody spent millions of dollars for that rebranding. Well, I suppose that's why this is capitalized in the story: bowl season, bowl and season capitalized. So there we go. Here was this quote from the letter. We believe any plan for an expanded playoff should include all playoff games being played within the traditional bowl structure, not the home site of one of the participating teams. The bowls would provide a neutral, competitively fair setting for these games, as they have throughout their history. To exclude bowl games from any round of an expanded playoff would be harmful to bowl season, individual bowls, and their host communities, and postseason college football in general. I applaud someone speaking up for their own interest. But that's a bunch of hogwash. It might be detrimental for some of the bowl games and some of those communities. But it ain't detrimental for postseason college football in general. In fact, quite the opposite. 
The 12 team model currently. I'm sorry, go ahead. We're talking about four games here, right? Well, maybe. Although I've got an idea. This is the part that I got giddy about. We'll go to that in just a second. The 12 team model currently under consideration would include the six highest ranked conference champions plus the next six highest ranked overall. Four highest ranked conference champions would receive first round buys. The other eight teams would play in the first round on campus games of the higher seeded team. They sent the letter to 403 people, and Carparelli says that um, they want, quote, bowl season to have a seat at the table for the conversations. Said, we know that the commissioners are going to make these final decisions, and we would never intrude on that. However, we look at postseason college football as having two components, the playoff component and bowl season, lowercase. And they're both equally important, and they really together work in a lot of ways. So we think we can add a lot of value to the conversation, maybe come up with solutions that the commissioners would not have contemplated or maybe would have never thought that the bowl system could handle. General thoughts first. They just want their money. They don't want to lose all the money and the tax-exempt status and everything else that bowls have. They don't want to lose any of that, which they, they might be in danger of if we start playing games on campus, even though those would be far better for the sport. Yeah, having every playoff game, when they go to 12 because they are going to 12, when that happens, if they're all neutral sites, the atmospheres will not uh, how can I word this? They, they will not match the quality of the game. Because you're asking people to do seven home games, and then what would that be? Three neutral site games? Yeah. They're not doing that. People, people potentially, can, four. Yeah. potentially four neutral site games, depending on if your team happens to go on a little bit of a run. That, that is... And, and, Oh, by the way, most of these teams are going to conference championship games. So let's just use Alabama, for example. If you're an Alabama fan that lives in Birmingham, not a far trip from Birmingham to Tuscaloosa, but still a trip. You have to drive for seven weekends to Tuscaloosa to go to games. And then you go to the neutral site game to start the season in Atlanta. And then you got to go back at the end of the year. And then, at best, three neutral site games? They've got bandwagon fans everywhere. But even Alabama wouldn't travel to those neutral site games to create an atmosphere that is worthy of a playoff game. That's too much to ask for. For, for a really long time, I thought I had the perfect scenario for an expanded playoff, and it was an eight-team model. But then I realized that this 12-team model is a better deal. And so now I think i got a couple of tweaks to the 12-team model that would make it the best ever. I could change my mind if something better comes along, but I think this is something worth talking about right now. We'll do that when we come back. 12-team model with a couple of tweaks and what it would look like right now. 
from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. So far, just seeing some uh, slowdowns, congestion, Highway 49 southbound in Hines County at Natchez Trace. Otherwise, things looking pretty good elsewhere. Buckle up, drive safe, and have a great afternoon. This update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, voted best credit union by Mississippi Business Journal. Go see them today for your auto and home loan needs as well as free checking and fast, easy mobile banking at River Trust Federal Credit Union. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. A Complete Flag Source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed State of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. Place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learn how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley's specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. Green Home Solutions is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Upgrade your career today at Ag Up Equipment, your hometown John Deere dealer. Our service techs don't just fix tractors. They're passionate about solving problems for our customers. From yard of the month to farm of the year, we keep our customers running so they can harvest their land's potential. Don't just settle for a job. Come to Ag Up and start a career. Great benefits, family atmosphere, and values. Visit our 16 hometown locations or agup.com to view and apply for job opportunities to move up close to you. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Check this out. Sports Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi. C Spark Text Line is where you can be a part of the show. 601-879-4395. Again, 601-879-4395. That's the best way for you to connect with us. All right, so 12-team playoff. Here's here's what I've got. If the season uh, ended today, right? Well, yeah, there are a couple of things to this. One, I want to give you a format that I like better. 
And two, we will play with this if the season ended today according to the AP poll. Obviously, the AP poll has no bearing on the college football playoff. But we don't yet have a set of college football playoff rankings, and so we will use the AP poll for this exercise. First of all, not just one set of on-campus games. Sorry, Mr. Carparelli. Two sets. Right, One of the things that we heard that was a little bit of a concern was a home field advantage for the 5, 6, 7, and 8 seeds, but the top 4 seeds wouldn't have that opportunity. They would play in neutral site games. They certainly would get an advantage by having a first-round bye. So let's play the first two rounds on campuses. Top four teams still get a bye. Five plays 12 at 5, 6, 11, 7, 10, 8, 9. And then the winners of those games would go to the campus sites for the top four seeds for the second round, and then we could go to the structure that we've got right now for the semifinals and the national championship game. For the semifinals, you continue to rotate through Rose Bowl, Orange Bowl, Fiesta Bowl, Cotton Bowl, Sugar Bowl, and the Peach Bowl. So you continue to rotate through those six sites for the semifinals, and then you just play a bit at, you know, to the highest bidder for the national championship game. So what is, the, question. what is the tweak? Because that, that... The, the, the tweak is the second round games happen on campus also. Okay, so right everybody now, would get a case. home game. The top, well, uh, yes. The, the top eight seeds would get be a guaranteed game. a home game. There, there's no possible way they're going to push through a proposal in which the top four teams don't get to play at home, but five through eight do get to play at home, right? Like, there's well, no. I, if, I mean, it, unless you're just talking about the advantage being so big for getting a bye and not having to play in the first round. Yeah, but I mean, we're talking revenue at that point. Yeah. I mean, a home playoff game in Tuscaloosa, just to use Alabama as another example, that is worth millions for Tuscaloosa. Right. And if, yeah. I mean, could you see, is it Greg Byrne saying, yeah, we're good with Oregon getting a home game as a team that had a worse season than us, but we don't get one? I don't know. All right, so here you go. Using the AP and remembering that you get the six highest-ranked conference champions and six at-large spots. So based on where we are right now in records and AP poll and all that, your SEC champ is Georgia. Your ACC champ is Wake Forest. Your Big Ten champ is Ohio State. Your Big 12 champ is Oklahoma. Your Pac-12 champion is Oregon. And your group of five champion is Cincinnati. Highest-ranked group of five champion is Cincinnati. Just right there, that sounds fantastic. I mean, just Oh, it gets better. It gets better. Stick with me. Because these are the next six teams that get in. Alabama, Michigan, Michigan State, Iowa, Ole Miss, and Notre Dame. Based on the current AP Top 25. So... Now you take those six, uh, those 12 teams and you seed them 1 through 12 based on the playoff rankings, or for this exercise, the AP Top 25. So here's your order, 1 through 12. 
Georgia, Cincinnati, Alabama, Oklahoma, Ohio, Michigan, Oregon, Michigan State, Iowa, Ole Miss, Notre Dame, Wake Forest. So, round one on-campus games. Wake Forest at Ohio State. The winner, and then one other thing to remember. The one seed will play the winner of the eight, of the eight nine game. The two seed will play the winner of the seven ten game. Did I do that right? Yeah, yeah. The three seed will like play that. the winner of the six eleven game, and the no. four seed would play the winner of the five twelve. No. You have to. You have to do it because you can't make the one seed play the five seed in the second round. You just whoever the it's like the NFL. The lowest seed goes to the highest seed. If the twelve seed wins, they go to one, and so on and so forth. Mm-mm. No, you got to you got to bracket it out before you go. No, no. I mean, the NFL does like, it this way. Well, it's not the NFL though. You you can't you can't tell me that. Who does the one if, seed play in the second round of the NCAA basketball tournament? Eight nine. They, they play, play the eight, winner nine. of the eight nine. I don't like this. Why? No, I, I think because you're talking about home field advantage. If it's all they a neutral get a bye side, and they get a home game in the second round, that's all the advantage in the world you need. Eh. No, I don't just like stick it. with just stick with me through the model. All right. So you would have Wake Forest against Ohio State, <clears throat> Notre Dame against Michigan, Ole Miss against Oregon. And Iowa against Michigan State. The Iowa-Michigan State winner in the 8-9 game would go to Georgia. The winner of Ole Miss-Oregon would go to Alabama. The winner of Notre Dame-Michigan would go to Cincinnati. And the winner of Wake Forest-Ohio State would go to Oklahoma. And then here's the other question. You, a couple of things. One, you remember we talked about the AP poll vote this week? Number nine, Iowa, and number 10, Ole Miss, are separated by one point. If you flip one voter's ranking, then Ole Miss is the nine, and they go to Michigan State and would then play Georgia in the second round. As the 10... Ole Miss would play Alabama in the second round. I don't know that there's a one side or the other that coin's better. I guess Alabama's probably better than having to play Georgia. But this is the fun part to me also, is looking at who's knocking on the door. Because we got a lot of football left this season, right? This is so so here we are right now, four team playoff, and you got like you what, six, maybe seven, possibly eight teams that have got a shot? In a 12-team playoff, you got 12 that are getting in and another eight that legitimately could play their way in. Kentucky, one of them. Texas A&M. Oklahoma State. Baylor. Pittsburgh. SMU. Penn State. Iowa State. More meaningful games. Yeah, I'm all in favor of 12 teams, but I would, I would re, I, I, it's not even reseed. This isn't a tournament. This is a playoff. 
They're, they, are, they are different things. You see a tournament like that, but the playoffs, like in the NFL, you, you can get reseeded. So, so you would reseed in the second round after right. teams had done the hard tw- work to win a game? If 12 beats, because 12 going on the road no matter what. If 12 beats beats 5, they got to go so to So if one. Wake Forest beats Ohio State, okay, instead of getting the reward of playing at Oklahoma, they should instead have to go to Athens? Yeah. It's not like it's easy regardless. I mean, at that point, everybody's a pretty decent football team. Yeah. But, I mean, the, the, the highest seed in a playoff, I and mean, that's what the end, like I said, the NFL is maybe skewing my view of this, but the highest seed should get the lowest remaining seed. Because you're going on the road regardless. Yeah. I hear you. So, so you don't like the idea of Ohio State beating Wake Forest in Columbus and then going to Athens in week two? I mean, I'm sure it'll be a great game, but I'm sure whatever the other game is that you're, you would give me is also a great game. Yeah. And so going back to the bowl conversation, what's more fun? Campus sites for two rounds of these with the pump and the circumstance and the band and the cheerleaders and road fans if they want to make the trip or putting playoff games at crap sites or... You would assume that the, the the bowl games that are just below the fir- the current college football playoff bowls, like the Outback Bowl and the Capital One Bowl and the Alamo Bowl and the Holiday Bowl, you would assume that they would want to be a part of this. Well, now you're eliminating all those bowl games, the, the really desirable ones, from the bowl season because you can still have the bowl season in addition to this. Mm, that makes no sense to me. Let's talk some college football recruiting with an emphasis on the state of Mississippi with John Garcia from Sports Illustrated next on the Farm Bureau phone line. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 20% chance of showers, partly sunny, high near 68. Tonight, slight chances of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 51. Your Friday, mostly cloudy, high near 61. And for your Saturday, mostly sunny conditions, high only to 68. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. That's right. At Ridgeland Mitsubishi, we're offering such amazing deals that we can't keep the cars on the lot. There's never been a better time to come trade in that ghoulish old car and upgrade to a new Mitsubishi. Plus, at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, you're approved for super low 1.9% APR for 60 months on the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. That's right. 1.9% financing, which will save you thousands. Is your credit history really scary? 
Our credit team will work to make sure you're approved, no matter how many skeletons are in your closet. At Ridgeland Mitsubishi, we want your trade. We'll give you a whole lot for whatever you're driving, dead or alive. So come save like never before with our scary good deals at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. With progressive deal for details. This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. Attention, if you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. One Mississippi, two Mississippi, <laughs> there are actually a lot of Mississippis. We're the birthplace of the blues and the king of rock and roll. We're not just the Delta, we're beaches and boardwalks, bright lights and brighter smiles. There's a Mississippi for everyone. Shouldn't a local bank offer just as much? The Citizens Bank gives you more accessibility to lenders, more products and more fit. Whatever your Mississippi, it takes one Mississippi to choose your local bank. The Citizens Bank, in your corner, member FDIC. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A line of severe weather last night brought tornadic activity through portions of the Gulf Coast. According to WLOX, a woman was traveling on Highway 63 when a possible tornado touchdown flipped her car multiple times and threw her from the vehicle. She died as a result of her injuries. Additionally, Picayune police reported downed trees, hanging electrical lines, and even shared a photo on social media of a FedEx delivery truck on its side. The National Weather Service in New Orleans confirmed the existence of an EF1 tornado in Picayune. And while no special session call has been made, work continues on the medical marijuana proposal. One of the sticking points appears to be the quantity that a patient can receive. But Ken Newberger, the executive director of the group behind Initiative 65, told Supertalk that something is better than nothing. You know, people have asked me, you know, Ken, what do you think about how much patients should have? So they should have more than zero. What's what they have right now? <laughs> So getting it passed is really the most important thing to me. Pine Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business, win with authority. Your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit seaspire.com business. 
no matter where you go. Super Talk Mississippi is there. With FM signals all over the state, you can hear Super Talk Mississippi from the Delta to the Red Clay Hills of Meridian and from Oxford to Biloxi. And when you're out of the state, you can always get the latest Mississippi news and talk online at supertalk.fm. And on your smart device with the Super Talk app, you're proud to call Mississippi home. And we're proud to cover your state like no one else. Thanks for listening to Super Talk Mississippi. You're hearing Sports Talk Mississippi. What? what? This is so awesome. On Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Thanks for being with us on this Thursday afternoon. We are getting pretty darn close to National Signing Day, the early signing period in December. And John Garcia from Sports Illustrated joins us right now on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. John, always appreciate your time and enjoy the visits. Man, it's getting close. Like we're we're kind of in that crunch time part of the recruiting phase, and everybody's trying to get official visitors on campus and put their best foot forward. And uh, I know, shockingly, we see Alabama at the top of the recruiting rankings. Yeah, never easy, uh, of course, right? Uh, but yeah, we're about six or seven weeks away from the opening of the early signing period. Uh, it opens December fifteenth this year, and. And, yeah, when it comes to prospects in the South, every school wants them on campus. So every weekend uh, it almost shifts depending on which programs uh, in the SEC and ACC have these home games. So, obviously, this weekend uh, all eyes on Mississippi State. How much of an effect does getting guys on campus ultimately have in the decision-making process if those guys are going to everybody's campus? It's really big, you know, um, I think the, the classic sell of any program is, you know, we can't, we can't wait for you to have your last name on the back of our jerseys running out of insert team here's tuttle, um, tunnel into onto the field. And, and then you, you get whatever the vibe is there. So if it's state, you're hearing the cowbells. If it's elsewhere, you're hearing different chants and, and things like that. So I do think there's still a strong element of atmosphere in terms of how these kids navigate the process and obviously compared to last year where where some visits were made kind of on the kids own accord and own dime now it's the full experience it's not only sold out stadiums and time with the coaches it's other recruits on campus and tailgating and the families as everybody tries to get back to whatever normal ever was so i think it always matters but this year it seems like it has an extra emphasis so, John, let's talk about some guys in the state of Mississippi that both Mississippi State and Ole Miss covet, desperately want signatures from, and, and want to see them in that home jersey you're talking about. Um, Columbia, the five-star defensive lineman Jaheim Otis, who is committed to Alabama, but has visited Mississippi State, I think, multiple times. What's the likelihood of a flip here? Always tough to predict uh, when a long-time verbal commit is considering his home state program or programs, in this case, if something could happen. Typically, the visits do tell a story 
not only of convenience, but, but of interest. Um, I, I think he's kind of a quiet kid. We don't hear a lot from Jaheim in terms of in the industry, talking to him, things like that. Very much uh, a kid who goes about his business. Um, but look, anytime you take multiple trips in a short span to one school, it does kind of tip off where things could be headed. Now, when he has spoken, Jaheim said all the right things, right? I mean, he, he said he's pretty committed, pretty solid to Alabama. We all know but what that program entails. Uh, and, and this is not one of those where, hey, he committed early and the school is kind of hot and cold up and down with the kid. No, Alabama wants this, this massive human being uh, on the hmm. future of, of their trenches. Uh, so I do think that that qualifies uh, the uphill climb that it is still ahead for, for Mississippi State in this case where he has frequented, I think, more than Alabama thus far uh, in the 2021 season. So as, as he returns to campus yet again, uh, I think those whispers will, will turn into to louder voices, uh, and we might have to wait until actual signing day to find out a little bit more here. But um, when it comes to Mississippi State versus Ole Miss, he's definitely been in Starkville many more times again, probably more than Tuscaloosa at this point. What about Travion Williams from Crystal Springs? Defensive lineman committed to Florida State, has now decommitted, and it sounds like both Ole Miss and Mississippi State are in the mix. And Mississippi State has had a um, a history of doing a great job getting defensive linemen. That's an area where Ole Miss certainly has focused and needs to get better. Well, there's no doubt. Uh, I think defensively everywhere, uh, I, I think there's there's room for improvement with, with Ole Miss. But, yeah, on the defensive line, State has, has had the leg up here, uh, no pun intended, uh, over the last uh, several years. <laughs> and certainly when it comes to what matters most with recruits, which is, is really that NFL talent production. Uh, Travion, like you said, backed off of that Florida State commitment. And, and this has the feel of a true egg bowl battle, uh, both both programs after this weekend will have gotten him on campus after that FSU decommitment. Auburn, LSU are kind of in the mix. LSU is the most recent offer. Auburn's been on him really since Brian Harson took over there uh, on the plains. Uh, but but really, at the end of the day, I think this is about staying home uh, and picking one of these two schools in the end. I think if he would have waited until signing day maybe to make a change, I think uh, there could have been room for other programs to try to – get him on campus, but I think cutting ties with Florida State when he did uh, kind of tells you that he's ready to take the next step of this process, and I think at the end of the day, it comes down to uh, Starkville or, or Oxford, like so many of these great Mississippi battles do. What about Kamari Rogers? Committed to Miami, but it appears as if maybe he's got his eyes set on staying home in the state of Mississippi, and by the way, I love it when we're talking about this, when guys that everybody wants choose to stay in their home state, doesn't always work out that way. But what about Kamari Rogers? You know, Rogers is one of probably the most interesting one of the entire group of, of the high ranking Mississippi players that are considering more than one school. For us at SI, he's the top player in the state, SI 99 guy, elite, elite cornerback. Um, and, and he's been so honest with it. And I think that's. First of all, refreshing for, for a journalist, of course. But secondly, it means so many programs feel like they've got a shot. Uh, of course, uh, he's been to state more than any other school this year, just like we said with Jaheim Otis. He's supposed to be at Ole Miss last weekend, had to take uh, an SAT 
So he had to wait on that, and he's rescheduling the visit for the A&M game in Oxford. But probably back at Mississippi State this weekend. Tennessee is in the mix as well. But but Kamari's pretty much saying, hey, you know, if, if Manny Diaz and, and for him, you know, Tremaris Robinson, DeMarcus Van Dyke, the assistant coaches, if they are in Miami and stay in Miami, he's going to go there. I mean, he's, he's pretty much laid it out cut and dry. Now, whether or not as, as a veteran of this industry you believe that 100% on, in late October is one thing, but he's, he's pretty much laid it out. Hey, I'm, I'm excited about Miami. I can't wait to go there. But there are rumors of, of change approaching, and if that happens, then I'm looking at the SEC. It's, it's Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and then Tennessee's kind of the, the dark horse there. But, again, um, that all eyes on Miami for Kamari Rogers, and that's such an oddity in this day and age. But uh, he's really focused on the Hurricanes. And, and just as he says, he's keeping the door slightly open just in case. So the more we yeah. find out about Manny Diaz and company, I think that will tell us just how soon one of these programs is, is going to push. But, but either way, this is – for me, the most coveted kid in the state of Mississippi at this moment, um, even with the ACL and rehabs ahead of schedule, which are all good news. Um, but I think this is going to be the, the hardest battle to predict because there are so many variables uh, with him. He's been to state more, grew up an Ole Miss fan, and he's committed to Miami. So this is going to be a classic <laughs> Mississippi recruitment. Make that make sense. John, we got about a minute and a half left. I want to ask you about two more guys. Stone Blanton, the uh, the two-sport guy out of MRA in the Jackson area, committed to Mississippi State to play baseball, but there's a lot of uh, rumor, innuendo, whatever, that maybe he ends up at Ole Miss trying to decide between those two. And then Marquez George from uh, George County, who's committed to Ole Miss, but there are a lot of people that thinks he may end up at Mississippi State. Yeah, I'll start with George really quick. You know, the, the Egg Bowl flips and, and commits, decommits are always fun to predict, especially when they're they're against each other. Um, but look, Ole Miss hasn't had a decommitment yet in this cycle. So I think uh, the, the odds of Dorch making that move uh, would, would be higher sooner, in my opinion. I think the longer it goes on, probably more likely to stick with Ole Miss, but, but obviously a lot to, to be determined there. And then with Stone Bland, you talk about a unique recruitment, as you mentioned, committed to Mississippi State for baseball, but has visited Ole Miss a bunch. And get this, I was talking to him last week. His family has season tickets at both MSU and Ole Miss, so he can basically go to any game whenever he wants without going as a recruit, which is something that he's actually done a few times over the last few years. So um, not only the two-sport part being interesting and he's an all-american and all that stuff but a true kid who grew up with a house divided which is really um for me and in my outsider experience kind of uncommon in the state of mississippi usually you know you you talk to a kid from mississippi or alabama and you're like hey where how did you grow up and it's a quick answer it's like well you know my mom's a big state fan or my dad went to Ole miss whatever it is and this is truly the opposite of that where it's like not only are we divided in our allegiances, but we are tangibly tied to both of those allegiances. So that one, you talk about too close to call, that one's about as close as it can get. It's going to be fun. Six, seven weeks from right now, we will know a lot of these answers. John, great stuff as always. Appreciate your time while on the road this afternoon. Look forward to visiting with you again soon. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. John Garcia from Sports Illustrated covers college football recruiting focus is in the southeast. He joined us on the Farm Bureau phone line. We will be right back. 
from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Heavy school traffic on Highway 463 in Madison County. Also, CLC and delays Highway 49 uh, northbound and southbound in Hines County at County Line Road. Otherwise, things looking pretty good so far. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. When your gears aren't doing exactly what they need to do, Coleman Taylor Transmission is the one for you. With 60 years in business, our professional ASC certified technicians at Coleman Taylor Transmission have the experience and training to provide automatic transmission repairs, rebuilds, transmission flushes, and much, much more. And ask about our free towing and free diagnostics as well. Call 601-355-8526. 601-355-8526. Or online at ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. That's ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. Game day, Ole Miss leaves it all on the field. But with the powerful towing and payload that F-150 delivers, you can take it all with you any day of the week. No wonder Ford F-Series is America's best-selling truck 44 years straight. The 2021 Ford F-150 and Ole Miss, built for greatness. Visit your Mississippi Ford dealer or buyfordnow.com. Based on 1977 to 2020 calendar year total sales. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Ream. The new degree of comfort. With storewide savings of 50 to 80%, now is the perfect time to do your Christmas shopping at DNS Diamonds and Jewelry. Our lease expires soon, and so will the savings. Save 50 to 80% on stackable rings, diamond studs, color and diamond pendants, even our wedding bands are sale price. DNS Diamonds and Jewelry is closing out our entire inventory. Nothing is held back. 50 to 80% off storewide now at DNS Diamonds and Jewelry. 144 Market Street, Flowood, in front of J.C. Penney. Two Mississippi museums, the Museum of Mississippi History and the Mississippi Civil Rights Museum, invites you to our Veterans Day ceremony. Wednesday, November the 10th at 10.30 a.m. to honor Mississippians who serve and who have served the United States Armed Forces. The program will take place on the Energy Mississippi Plaza located on North Street with free covered parking on North Jefferson Street. Join the two Mississippi museums, Museum of Mississippi History and the Mississippi Civil Rights Museum as we honor our veterans. Play the newly renovated Dancing Rabbit. Golf Magazine's the Augusta you can play. In the rolling hills of Mississippi, it's one of the Southeast's most awarded destinations. Dancing Rabbit boasts two critically acclaimed par 72 courses, the Oaks and the Azaleas. With great stay and play packages starting at just $143, Dancing Rabbit will quickly become your home away from home. Only at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, a Pearl River Resort destination, Choctaw, Mississippi. Visit DancingRabbitGolf.com to book your tee time. Hey there, it's Jake Mangum. I love baseball, Mississippi, and Farm Bureau insurance. Throughout my college career, both Mississippi and Farm Bureau supported me immensely. It's no surprise to me that Farm Bureau continues to serve the Mississippi area with the same love they both showed me throughout college. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. 
To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Come on. Are we going to do this? Back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Keep rolling. Three, two, one. Super Talk Mississippi. Information from John Garcia at Sports Illustrated. Just the facts from John Garcia. He's great. Yeah. And plugged in. So the the guys that we ask him about, and and I should thank Brian Haydad for being a little more plugged in on recruiting than than me. Um. Jaheim Otis says Alabama wants him. Like they don't want to lose him, and they don't generally lose guys that they don't want to lose. Yeah. It's difficult to see anybody flipping an Alabama commitment that Nick Saban truly wants to keep on board. Yeah. Just, just, just difficult to see that. But a, a five-star defensive lineman from the state of Mississippi choosing to stay in the state of Mississippi, that'd be a big deal. We had one of those since Chris Jones. Jeff Simmons. And Benito Jones was a five-star, too. That's right. That's right. So a couple. Yeah. Those don't just grow on trees. No. No. Five-star defensive linemen. A lot of great four-star ones, for sure, but haven't had five-star. That's what... It always cracks me up. I mean, the conversation's happening less and less because they're playing better, but... I can't tell you the number of people that either texted this show or, or that I've seen on Twitter or have even asked me, why didn't they get anybody on to play defensive line from the portal? It's like, do you think that there's just like high-quality defensive linemen hanging out in the portal for you to just go get? They're at a premium. Playing around. You want wide receivers. You want linebackers. You want, you know, second-string offensive linemen. You could find those guys. Yeah. You can find corners out there. Instant impact defensive tackles? No, you're not finding them in the portal. Tony in Columbia, Texas, says Alabama coaches are in town as we speak. Clemson was here the other night. I got some inside information on that because they flew into the small plains airport near my house. I don't know who they were watching, but they flew into the airport here last week. Were they at Germantown, maybe? I guess. Watch the running back there? Probably watching, or maybe watching Harris, too. I mean, Germantown's got a couple of big-time players. Yeah. But, yeah, got a little intel on that. They flew the... It's amazing. I mean, Clemson flies to Madison, Mississippi at this little airport. They went and saw, I think it was multiple games in town, too. It wasn't just one stop. Yeah. But according to somebody that works at the airport, that was... Their second of four stops that night. Like they were getting back on the plane to fly somewhere else to see other players in a different state that night. Two assistant coaches who had a game the next day. I have not been and refused to get hung up on the Arch Manning stuff. But I did think that it was kind of interesting that knowing that Arch Manning was headed to Oxford the next day, 
Kirby Smart was in New Orleans on Friday night to watch Arch Manning play huh? in person. A little gamesmanship there. No doubt. Yeah, hey, Arch, don't forget about me. Yeah. So it sounds like Travion Williams, like that. that's one that could, could absolutely happen. Yeah. State or Ole Miss is probably getting him. Uh, he set up an official visit for, to State on the last weekend. You can get an official visit in before the signing period. So that's probably a good sign for the Bulldogs, but I'm sure he'll also visit Oxford uh, between now and then as well officially. So if you want Kamari Rogers to stay in state, you have to root for Manny Diaz to be fired? Is that what you took away from what John <laughs> said? I, liked, I always liked Manny, but that, that, that feels like that's the way it is, yeah. It, it doesn't. I mean, maybe he saved his job. And it's really unfair, too. I mean, you lose two quarterbacks. How many coaches are winning games losing their starting quarterback and their backup quarterback during the course of a season? How many schools are winning games? But... Even with the NC State win, it kind of feels like that's headed towards an inevitability. He would already be out the door if they had lost to NC State, I think. You think? Or at least, you know, the officially. That was a good win for Miami. It that was. was a, the, that was the, the favorite that I picked last week and was, was wrong on that one. I think I got the uh, North Texas Mean Green right as the, uh, the underdog against Liberty. I've seen people do the same thing with... James Franklin. Oh, well, you know, he's, he's not impressive at Penn State. Look at them last year. The, I mean, how many teams in America could survive the injuries that Penn State had a year ago? They lost the majority of their starters to injury last year, and then their two losses this year, their starting quarterback was hurt. Again, how many teams can win games on the road at Iowa with their backup quarterback? Don't feel sorry for that guy. I hope he loses every game he coaches from now until the end of time. No, I don't either, but <laughs> some people. My man. mom told me last night that uh, I should not call people names. I said, who did I call a name? She's like, you called somebody a scumbag. It's like, who? She's like, somebody <laughs> at Penn State? I was like, oh, James Franklin. I was like, he is a scumbag. Oh, goodness. I'm calling him names? He just is. Interesting thoughts from John Garcia on Stone Blanton as well. That that one, too close to call. And then uh, Marquez Dortch. I think I missed that Ole Miss had not had a single decommitment through this process, and we'll see how that one plays out. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be right back. I'm Rich Dennison. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says Democrats have a social spending bill that can pass the House and Senate. I've said over and over again, the provisions in the bill are about children learning, parents earning. And that means with universal pre-K and child care, with home health care, with child care tax credit and all the rest. The scaled-down bill now totals less than $2 trillion, well below the original $3.5 trillion proposed by the Biden administration. Facebook has undergone a corporate name change. To reflect who we are and what we hope to build, I am proud to announce that starting today, our company is now Meta. Founder Mark Zuckerberg. The social media platform has come under scrutiny over its business practices as well as its moderation of controversial and political posts. America's listening to Fox News.
Health Clinic in Ridgeland has your answers for urinary issues. The Incella treatment option for urinary leakage is your solution. Sit down comfortably, remain fully clothed, and get rid of incontinence problems. If you have 10 minutes to spare and think this treatment option could change your life, call Innovative Health Clinic today to set up a free appointment, 601-944-5585, or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. If you're about to start a project or remodel with wood, you need to think Miller Lumber in Richland. Since 1953, we've built a solid reputation of supplying quality wood at a lower price, like Western Red Cedar and Cypress Lumber, as well as a wide variety of patterns in pine, cedar, and cypress. Shop Miller Lumber for the best price new pine flooring and treated lumber in town. Miller Lumber, 551 Old Highway 49 South in Richland. Visit MillerLumberSales.com, 601-936-7099. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. He's served on the five-member state parole board for eight years, but Nehemiah Flowers Jr. has announced his resignation effective Sunday. Flowers was appointed by then-Governor Phil Bryant in 2013 and reappointed by Governor Tate Reeves in 2020. He's a former U.S. Marshal for Mississippi's Southern District, established the area's first violent fugitive task force, and served as a longtime staff member for then-U.S. Senator Thad Cochran. And COVID shots for young kids may be closer to reality following a recommendation from an FDA advisory panel. Congressman Trent Kelly shared his thoughts on this with Fox's Laura Ingram. Tens of thousands of people coming across our border and we're not testing them or making sure they're vaccinated, but we're going to make our five-year-olds get vaccinated here at home. The authorization of the Pfizer vaccine for children between 5 and 11 years old requires full approval from both the FDA and the CDC. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. I'm Mike McCormick, president of the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. It's harvest time for our farmers all across Mississippi, and that means you might come face-to-face with slow-moving equipment like tractors, combines, and cotton pickers on our rural roads and bridges. So for the safety of you and our farmers, please slow down. Be patient, don't text and drive, and give our farmers the space they need. Just like you, Mississippi farmers want to do their job and return safely to their loved ones. Thank you from your friends at the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. Are you an employer looking to diversify your workforce? Hiring workers with disabilities is a win-win situation. This is Chris Howard, Executive Director of the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services. Call our Business Relations Specialist to learn how your company can benefit from no-cost on-the-job training and receive tax credits when hiring workers with disabilities. We're a source of recruitment for pre-screened and job-ready applicants and are committed to being a valuable partner for employers. Visit our website at mdrs.ms.gov to find a Business Relations Specialist near you. Another day, another announcement of the creation of new jobs in Mississippi. After Madura Fuels announced its Vicksburg expansion earlier this week, personal care products manufacturer Voyant Beauty announced a $13 million expansion in its Olive Branch facility. The move creates 80 new jobs and retains 57 existing jobs. The facility currently supports the company's hotel cosmetics business, producing bar soaps, and the new growth will add liquid compounding. And Corrections Commissioner Burl Kane is looking at the possibility of a museum at Parchman. The old gas chamber is still there and it would be part of the museum because it's very historical and there's only three of them that I know of in the country. One at San Quentin, one in Florida, and I had no idea that there was one at Parchment, but it is. We've cleaned it up. It's there and those things are historical and it takes it tells us where we were. The museums are really good to tell you where you don't want to go back to. Kane said the museum could be located inside of an existing housing unit across the road 
load from the prison. As a farmer, I, I grow U.S. from a farm-raised catfish. Doing that, I know it's a safe product, and I enjoy eating it any way my wife likes to cook it. <laughs> Hi, I'm Luke Smelly, and I'm Alabama 2020 Catfish Farmer of the Year from Greensboro, Alabama. If you haven't tried U.S. farm-raised catfish, you should because it's delicious. Simple as that. What's my core value? Equity. Compassion. Compassion. Determination. At AmeriCorps, my commitment to equity gives every student a strong start. My compassion brings food and friendship to neighbors in need. My determination protects parks in my community. Every day, AmeriCorps members and volunteers live their values to make communities stronger. What's at your core? Learn more at AmeriCorps.com. Yellow here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Come on, Super Talk Mississippi. Check the fire. Are you ready? Yeah. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad, thanks for being with us. Thursday afternoon. You want to be a part of the conversation? You can. We'd love to hear from you on the C Spire text line. Time to unlimit your data with $45 unlimited, only from prepaid by C Spire. Get unlimited on C Spire's nationwide 5G network for just $45 with auto pay. No credit checks, no hidden fees. Learn more at cspire.com slash prepaid. So I'm going to do something that I don't normally do. But I'm doing it because there's a reason to do it. Porky, you're looking at me funny like I, I, sure I, almost, I almost said he's, something mean and I, I decided be to be nice today. Well, go ahead. What were you going to say, like, shut up for a second? Say something he's smart. Gonna, he's going to be humble. I don't know if you know this or not, but back in June, Mississippi State's baseball team won a national championship. There's a reason that I am bringing that up, though. Not just because... It counts as our mention, though. Hey, Dad likes to do it every single day. I, I Mississippi State's baseball Twitter feed has released a picture... Of its national championship rings. Pretty cool. Yeah, they're really so nice. So they've got, what, one, two, three rows of diamonds kind of around the outer edge. Mm-hmm. You're kind of looking down at the top of the ring. There is a design of the NCAA Baseball National Championship trophy, an inset in the middle of that trophy. I, I don't know what the jewels are. My guess is ruby, but maybe something else. That's the only thing that I can think of is kind of a deep red, is the M over S logo. And then kind of sitting behind the trophy that this sits on, it's the outline of a baseball infield. So you can see like first base, and then behind the top of the trophy, that's where second base would be, but you can't see that. And then third base, and anyway, you get the idea. Right. It's got national champions, national at the top, champions at the bottom of the ring. And then the thing with championship rings, teams like to, they kind of like to personalize them 
based on what happened in that particular year. Professional teams do that. College teams do it as well. So etched into the side of the ring is the word dude effect. Uh, and then below that, kind of the the mantra or the catchphrase that went along with the team, dogs win again. And then you've got the NCAA Baseball College World Series logo below that. On the opposite side of the ring, you have... Richard saying, dogs win again, please, if we can make that happen. Thank you. You, you, on the opposite side of the ring, have the logo that Mississippi State used, the national championship logo. It was kind of the stadium with the MS and champions, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I think that's that's all the description, right? And then you've got yeah. the, the player or the coach's number and the year on there as well. Um, looks like, so, hey, Dad, on the bottom row that circles with the, the diamonds, and I guess they're kind of four rows of those. I said three a second ago. It looks like it alternates between diamonds and rubies or diamonds and some other whatever that, that kind of deep red is, yeah. stone on the outer edge. I'm, I'm, I think the word you're looking for is maroon. It's okay. Uh, it's not maroon, is it? Yeah. I mean, that's what you want it to be, but I don't that, know that there is a jewel that is actually maroon. Yeah. And so I mean, you they, get they can what's create close. those things these days. But, okay. um, yeah. I mean, they're pretty. Well, maybe it's I a mean, big old sweet. maroon fake rock of some sort. I, I, I don't know. Garnet? Somebody says garnet. That's Florida State. But garnet is actually a. Uh, now that I think about garnet, South Carolina. A mineral, isn't it? Well, it's also a mineral, I believe, or a gem, or whatever you want to call it. They're minerals, Marie. Uh, yeah, they're sweet. They're cool rings, and uh, they'll be handed out to the team uh, this uh, <clears throat> this Saturday at the game. And so are they going to do did, the ring ceremony at the championship or at the the Kentucky game? I believe so. Okay. And I also That's believe cool. that they they've confirmed that those M over S football helmets are happening. Good. So, did I do an adequate job describing? I mean, I I described I think, I think that I ring in pretty. Pretty people good have, detail, and then you wanted to, like, to the show. pick at me again. I didn't pick at you. I just said I'd like a clip of you saying dogs win again. No, you're like, that's not red, it's maroon. Well, I, didn't. well I'm just, I just like to pick at you on that one. I'll, pick, I'll admit to picking at you for that one. So, Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty sweet. Yeah. What if they'll, they'll make any replicas available for fans? I'm sure they will, because that's a cash cow, right? I mean... Even if they're, it's all fake uh, gems, people would want to have one. Would you buy one to put on your shelf? Is that something that you would want for Christmas? I I, I wouldn't, personally, but I understand a lot of fans would. You know who's getting one of those, right? I don't know if he's getting it this weekend or not, but I know he's getting one. My buddy Joel T. Coleman will get one of those. Oh, really? Yeah. All the staff that works with baseball gets one, too. I bet he's pretty fired up about that, isn't he? <laughs> Between that and the Braves in the World Series, man, he's he's having a good life right now. Yeah. Yeah. Borky, you like those rings? Oh, yeah, they look good. They're, I don't know what the Bucks did with theirs where you can take the top off and it can become a necklace if you want it to. So yeah. the top of the ring where all the cool stuff is comes off of theirs and you can get a chain and wear it around your neck so you can actually wear it more often since they're so stupid big. I don't know if I like that or not. I'm glad that's not a trend, I guess is what I'm saying. I brought that up to say I'm glad that that's not something that everybody's going to be doing because I don't know if I like that. 
I've seen that done before, but maybe where it wasn't removable, but where somebody had like had the ring melted away or altered by a jeweler and then had it turned into a necklace. Well, yeah, maybe it was for a significant other or, or whatever. I don't know why it popped into my feet, Borky. I feel like it's almost like a locket, like you could pop it up, and then somewhere in the recesses of my mind, you guys talk about me not getting cultural references. Borky may not get this one. Hey, Dad, do you remember the ruse tennis shoes, shoes for your feet, oh, pockets yeah. for your stuff? Yeah, absolutely. Walter Payton was their national spokesman. Borky, they used to make tennis shoes that had pockets in them. They were called ruse. Heck yeah. yeah. Like a they kangaroo were all, pouch. All Velcro, them. too. Yeah. No, 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 no laces on those. Yeah, that and wasn't there a Adam Sandler Saturday Night Live skit? Keep you waiting. <laughs> Is that where that came from? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got hit and I got him belly laughing. Oh, it's like <laughs> once a week now. Maybe uh, this is the second time this week. Yeah, I've been the today's podcast. Robbie Falk had me going, man, and and just. Talking about his child being born on Halloween and how he didn't want that because he was afraid of you know the omen and it, I, I've I've been laughing a lot today so yeah Strider says oh yeah they're already sending order forms to alumni's email there you go yeah okay here we go uh, female athletes tend to get the necklace over rings if you want a that national championship would you wear the ring if I had, if I was like on the team yes. All the time. Would you really? Oh yeah, I'd just be all the time. I would. I would, would you go. This way. He's no, I don't think I would. Not only that, but like I would send letters and do the wax thing and seal it with the national championship. <laughs> that's that's actually pretty good. Like hand of the king stuff. Yeah. That uh, Frank uh, Underwood did with his. Yeah, yeah, just... yeah. Of course, his initials. Yeah. Kind of work for that. I mean, um, Vic Schaefer always had two rings on, and neither one of them were his wedding ring. He, uh, he, had, I mean, he would wear his wedding ring, but he always had his Aggie ring, and he always had his uh, SEC. Uh, or I don't know if it was SEC championship or national runner-up, but one of his big rings that he had won hmm. state was always still, on, always on his hands. He still wear that thing uh, as the head coach of Texas. I would love to know the answer to that, well, but he may not be the head coach. Of Texas either much of longer. Gar- Gary Blair announced today he's retiring after this season, so. That would be something to watch. But Texas people are far... Well, they've got some insecurities, too, but not like a and I'm sure yeah, they, they, they don't really care. They probably don't care. They probably don't care. Or if that was the other way around, and Texas alums wore a ring, and he was the coach at A&M, they would be like, not only can you not wear it, you have to melt it down and burn it and get rid of it. So, Do you see the video from... Whatever that was on campus last week, yes, the Halloween uh, march. Yes, yes, Richard. If you haven't yeah. seen it, and if you're not familiar not with what we're talking about out there, it was a bunch of A and M. I guess they're all in the Corps of Cadets, the the fake Army guys. They were <laughs> walking shirtless and like painted in like war paint, but not like camo war paint, like. Those old like Western skeletons. movies. Yeah, like skeletons. They were all holding these big torches and weird flags and stuff, and they were carrying a guy like against his will with a gigantic pumpkin on his head. And they were walking this person with all of these torches and flags and paint on their faces down the street. 
It's a mystery. They signed a they're single a, athlete. They're not a cult, though. I'll find it and send it to you. Right you got to see this video. Yeah. 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 I don't even know what to do with that. Lee Sterling will join us next. He'll join us on the Farm Bureau phone line. We'll get his thoughts on some of the games coming up this weekend. Big one in Starkville. Big one on the Plains. We'll be right back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon, call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Heavy school traffic on Highway 463 in Madison County. Also, CLC and delays Highway 49 uh, northbound and southbound in Hines County at County Line Road. Otherwise, things looking pretty good so far. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. This is Allison Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family owned and operated. We are located in Gluckstadt, south of Germantown High. Callaway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful with trees, shrubs, fall color plants, soils, and mulches. Save the date. Callaway's Christmas open houses will be the first two Sundays in November with refreshments and door prizes every half hour. Come see Callaway's beautifully decorated Christmas store with a large selection of permanent Christmas trees, garlands, angels, nativities, and much more. Our landscape designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape. Give Callaway's a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Don't forget Callaway's Christmas Open Houses, first two Sundays in November. You will not be disappointed. Bring the family and enjoy the afternoon. Callaway's Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Everything for home and garden, that's what Callaway's Got to get that fixed. Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821. We have the deal. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? We have the deal. That's right. Ridgeland Mitsubishi has the deals because we are your pre-owned headquarters. We have cars, SUVs, crossovers, and more all waiting for you. And boy, do we have trucks. Two-wheel drive, 4x4, diesel, every brand, every size, and in stock. And don't forget about our amazing selection of Jeeps. We have Wranglers, Unlimited, Hardtops, Softtops, Lifted, and Kitted Jeeps for you to choose from. What does all this mean to you? Since we've got an amazing selection of pre-owned vehicles, we're sure to have something for every buyer and every budget. Plus, get a free 40-inch TV on us. Credit problems? Not at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Want to trade? Bring in your current vehicle, and we'll give you the best possible price for it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. Okay, now you're just wasting time. Get to your pre-owned HQ, because we have the deal. At Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today, or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. See dealer for deals with proof Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. It's big. Brace yourself. Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi teams with live reports from the games and practices on Super Talk Mississippi.
one of those weeks. It's a big play week. We'll get to that coming up in just a bit. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad, and you on this Thursday afternoon. Joined as we always are on Thursdays by Lee Sterling from Paramount Sports, ParamountSports.com. He joins us every week on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Lee, we're kind of getting late in this football season on the college front. It's going too fast. I know. <laughs> and, and I had a bunch of clients said last week, well, it's not going to be a great week in college football. Well, then you didn't watch Penn State and Illinois. So there's always a couple games that are that are entertaining. And it was entertaining. I, I, I don't know if we'll ever see again five straight uh, overtimes, you know, two tries by each team not able to score. That was that that reverse pass from the running back where he couldn't even reach the quarterback in the end zone. That yeah. was pathetic. Not, nothing like a nine overtime game where the under hits, or at least I presume uh, presume that it was under thirty eight or whatever the uh, the final number was in the game. Let's talk about some of the games, man. We've got two massive, massive games right. involving schools here in Mississippi. Mississippi State at home, Kentucky is a favorite. And depending on where you look, one, one and a half. I think maybe it's settled at one and a half. And there, right. there's so many things to unpack with this game. What are you looking at? Well, let's hope it's not as painful as last year's game. I mean, I mean, you just knew once they got to like the third quarter, it was it was ugly. They weren't going to straighten it out. Now you got Will Rogers, different kid now. I mean, he's only thrown was it like three interceptions the entire year. So I think he's. Uh, He's going to be relaxed. He's a couple weeks away from, I mean, getting his brain scrambled. I mean, he got hit so hard. I mean, I felt bad for the kid in the Alabama game. He's a tough kid. And I think Kentucky's good, but I think he can just sit there and just fire away and and beat them. And uh, host, surprisingly, 7-0 against the spread in this series. So uh, I, they're going to throw the ball. A lot, just not 70 times. I think they'll throw the ball 50, 55 times. I think they're the better team. I like Mississippi State here. I think they win this game something like 26-20. 26-20. So relatively low scoring. I think the total is, what, 47. So you're in, right, I don't right know, there. I don't know, over, under. I mean, you're right there in that, uh, in that range with Mississippi yeah. State. With the cover at home against number 12, Kentucky, who has only one loss this season. I can't help but think that this is a line of scrimmage game, right? Can, can Kentucky's defensive line pressure and, and make Will Rogers uncomfortable? Can Mississippi State block them? That Mississippi State defense is good. Yeah, they are. You know, it, it, they've only really had trouble when they've been just overmatched. I mean, have you ever tried to, t- have you ever seen these Alabama kids up front and close? Most people that watch from the stands, yeah, good. you stand next to their linemen and their running backs. It's just a different level. So against pretty much everyone else, they can, they can do okay, except for maybe Georgia. But, uh, I think, I think they'll do fine here. Uh, I think Kentucky's going to have to throw the ball some and mix it up. And, uh, this is where you find out how good a coach is middle of the season. Can you put in a couple new wrinkles? Can you game plan? Find a couple players you can go against and exploit. So that's why I like this time of year. It separates, you know, the average from the good coaches. 
Night game at Jordan-Hare on the Plains. Number 10, Ole Miss. Number 18, Auburn. Ole Miss coming off the win last week against LSU. Auburn coming off of an open date, and the Auburn Tigers are favored at home, a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Total in this game is 66. Yep. So, uh, got another game I'm pretty close within a, a, a touchdown of the total. Bonix has certainly improved. I think part of the problem is he just doesn't have one receiver who can just get big-time separation or make a play. And then the play calling hasn't been, been great. Look at the Penn State game. They tried that fade pattern in the corner of the end zone. That was absolutely the wrong call. So he's still, in my opinion, a little Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. At least what we know we're getting with Matt Corral. Only one interception on the year. He's going to probably throw for three to 425 yards. He can run when he needs to. And almost every statistical category, um, Ole Miss is somewhere between like second and seventh. So uh, road team, surprisingly, has covered each of the last seven. So I, I, I like uh, Ole Miss here. I think they win and cover. Uh, I thought they should have come the favorite. I was a little shocked that that Auburn was a one-point favorite. Were you a little surprised at that, Richard? Yeah, a, a little. We've talked some about kind of looking at Ole Miss's remaining schedule and whether or not they would be favored in every game the rest of the way, and the consensus was, yeah, probably so, maybe not against A&M. I don't think we expected right. to see Auburn as a favorite in this one. Right. I thought it would be one, one-and-a-half Ole Miss, but I got them winning this game and covering 38-34. 38-34. Boy, that can make for an entertaining Saturday night on the Plains. Yeah. What about the cocktail party? I know that some people don't call it that. That's still what this game is. Georgia and Florida down in Jacksonville on the banks of the St. John River. Great fan bases just split down the middle, one side in blue and one side in red. But Georgia's better than Florida. The question is, are they 14 points better than Florida? So a lot of people have to do like a second look when you tell them this was the last game Georgia lost. So you know they should be geared up, unlike Florida and Dan Mullen, who laid an egg in that LSU game. I think they're going to be ready to go. And the reason I think most people don't talk about this, that Georgia's special. They have a lot of really good players. On offense, obviously, the quarterback's the most important. Defensive tackles. I, I don't know. If, have we ever talked about that on defense, Richard? I don't think so. Two most important guys, defensive tackles. If you have two great defensive tackles like George has, they shut down the run, can't run between the tackles. You can get by with decent defensive ends because those two guys mobilize the middle and they get pushed. Those two defensive tackles, they run like linebackers. And if they push the pocket, like I said, you can have average guys there. The linebackers, they just clean everything up. So when you look at some of the best teams – in the country, when LSU was great, when when Auburn was great, when Alabama was great, when USC back in the day, when Miami, two real good defensive tackles, you got to pass. You got to balance to beat Georgia. Florida's already thrown twelve interceptions. I don't know what they're waiting for. I'd be starting Richardson. If you don't have a great passer, you better have a gazelle like him running the football. Last year's game, Kyle Trask caught fire in the second half. And that's how they beat Georgia. No Kyle Trask, no shot here. Georgia, 38-17. 38-17. Boy, the, uh, they'll, be, they'll be tearing stuff up down on St. Simons tomorrow. Yes, whatever. It's not even a great Larry Munson, but you, uh, you get to play. Let's talk NFL just for a second. Man, great game tonight. 
great game tonight. Undefeated yeah. Arizona, Kyler Murray played at a really high level against Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers, six-and-a-half-point favorite, which is a big-ish number in the NFL. What do you see here with the it cards is. in the pack? So if you've been going against Aaron Rodgers last, like, 12, 14 years, you're living under a bridge because the key is don't go against great quarterbacks. He is that dangerous. But this might be the one time to go against him. Without Devontae Adams, I think Devontae Adams right now is the best receiver in the NFL. I think he's unguardable. I think you almost need two really good guys to kind of neutralize him. And their defense – they really haven't played many good offenses. Look at their schedule. In fact, going into last week's game in the red zone, they had, other teams have been in the red zone 14 times. They had scored 14 touchdowns. So I'm not real impressed with Green Bay. They're without their best pass rusher, their best cornerback. I think eventually you miss that many guys. Even Aaron Rodgers can't carry you. I like uh, Arizona. They found a tight end and Zach Ertz. In a trade, first tight end they've had that's decent in a number of years. I think they have too many weapons here for Green Bay. I like Green Bay 30 to 20. I mean, not Green right. Bay, Arizona to be Green Bay 30 to 20. Arizona over Green Bay 30 to 20. Lee, uh, we got a, a 40 to 50 unit play coming up this weekend. You've been really good on those over an extended period of time, a decade or so, 53 and 20. Yeah. And, and so if, if I'm remembering correctly, the last, I think it was a 40-unit play you had, did not hit, which means law of right. averages. We got a winner coming this weekend. Yeah. You're going to have trouble finding this game. If everything plays out, we're still checking weather and injuries. You're going to have trouble finding this game on TV, but um, they all pay the same. So uh, there you go. they want to get involved. Normally, you have to be a monthly or season seasonal client. I had that special. We've extended it one more week. Ten days, all five sports, football, basketball, and we're off to an 8-1 start in the NBA. The only game we lost was an overtime game where uh, Charlotte blew it in overtime. We've got hockey, baseball World Series, and a UFC card this Saturday and next Saturday. The card this Saturday starts at 9.30 your time. So if they want to get involved, get signed up if you can by Friday night. Ten days, all five sports, a hundo, $100 bill. ParamountSports.com. ParamountSports.com. Lee, you're the best, man. Thanks for visiting. Thanks, Richard. Lee Sterling. ParamountSports.com on the Farm Bureau phone line. Got a big play. 100 bucks. Gets you 10 days of every play they make. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 20% chance of showers, partly sunny, high near 68. Tonight, slight chances of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 51. Your Friday, mostly cloudy, high near 61. And for your Saturday, mostly sunny conditions, high only to 68. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Napa know-how. All is in the air. The pros at Napa Auto Parts can tell because our prices are changing and dropping faster than the leaves. Keep warm with the Mr. Heater Portable Buddy Indoor Safe Propane Heater for $74.99. Take care of your engine with Napa Premium Conventional Motor Oil for $11.99 for a 5-quart jug. Change out your filters with a $20 Visa rebate card by mail with the purchase of a Napa branded oil, air, and cabin air filter on the same invoice. There's plenty more on sale at Napa. Napa know-how. 
For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. With just a few short weeks left before our lease expires, DNS Diamonds and Jewelry is offering 50 to 80% savings storewide. Diamond earrings, wedding bands, loose diamonds, it's all marked down 50 to 80%. This is a perfect time to do your Christmas shopping. DNS Diamonds and Jewelry accepts cash, verified check, credit cards, and 12 months interest free is available with approved credit. Save 50 to 80% now before our lease is up at DNS Diamonds and Jewelry. 144 Market Street, Flowood, in front of JCPenney. Gallo here with a word for business owners about direct primary care from TrustCare, Mississippi's walk-in health clinic leader. Direct primary care reduces your health care costs for employees by 40%, and they get fast, anytime access to their primary care doctor without copays, deductibles, or unexpected medical bills, all for under $70 per month. Give it a shot. Call 601-707-3370 or visit TrustCareHealth.com. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra, and it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models, with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. He's served on the five-member state parole board for eight years, but Nehemiah Flowers Jr. has announced his resignation effective Sunday. Flowers was appointed by then-Governor Phil Bryant in 2013 and reappointed by Governor Tate Reeves in 2020. He's a former U.S. Marshal for Mississippi's Southern District, established the area's first violent fugitive task force, and served as a longtime staff member for then-U.S. Senator Thad Cochran. And COVID shots for young kids may be closer to reality following a recommendation from an FDA advisory panel. Congressman Trent Kelly shared his thoughts on this with Fox's Laura Ingram. Tens of thousands of people coming across our border and we're not testing them or making sure they're vaccinated, but we're gonna make our five-year-olds get vaccinated here at home. The authorization of the Pfizer vaccine for children between five and 11 years old requires full approval from both the FDA and the CDC. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. Trustmark is the bank that fits you to a T. You can bank right on your phone or tablet with the My Trustmark app. Our mortgage lenders will help you buy your dream two-story tutor. And Trustmark Tailored Wealth offers tried and true advice that makes transforming your future a piece of uh, toast? Nice. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. At Pearl River Resort Casino, we're keeping it real safe for our employees and guests. Electrostatic spray, chip cleaning, and mass thermal temperature scanners are in use throughout the property, including advanced UV cleaning technology to keep rotating handrails safe to touch. State-of-the-art air filtration systems keep the air you breathe safe and clean. So get back in play at Pearl River Resort Casino. We're keeping it real. Real fun, real winning, real safe. 
Super Talk. Nobody keeps Mississippi informed like we do. With 12 stations covering all 82 counties. If it happens in your state, we're on top of it. The news, the weather, the sports, and the talk that's important to you. The issues that matter to you, your family, and your bank account. It's all right here. And when you're away from home, depend on the Super Talk app and supertalk.fm to stay in the know. We're proud to serve our fellow Mississippians. Super Talk Mississippi. Let the broadcasting of the disturbed continue. Sports Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi. With you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. It'll be a part of the conversation. Hit us up on the ceasefire text line 601 879 Morky, you came across a stat from Nick Sust, Clarion Ledger. And I'm looking at this and I see a trend, and yet I can't help but go, yeah, but. There are two sides to the ball. Is this a coincidence? So teams in which Jeff Levy has been involved, right? He hasn't been a coordinator for all of it, but, but teams on which Jeff Levy has been a staff member. Going back to 2012, have gotten penalized a lot. In 2012, at Baylor, 6.7 penalties per game. That was 88th nationally out of 124 teams. They were dead last in 2013. Had just over nine penalties a game. They were dead last in 2014, just shy of 10 penalties a game. Next to last in 15, dead last in 16. 2018-2019 2018-2019 at UCF, seven and a half penalties, 111 out of 130. Eight and a half penalties, 126 out of 130. Last year's Ole Miss team averaged six penalties a game, and that was kind of middle of the pack nationally. And this year, Ole Miss is averaging 10.3 penalties per game. That is 130th out of 130 teams in FBS Football. 60% of which are on their offense. Hmm. Did I just say SEC conference when I said FBS football? It's all right. Redundancy is normal. ATM machine, stuff like that. Hot yeah. water heater. Yeah, hot water heater. Uh, yeah, it's uh, 60 and 37. The rest are special teams. I mean, it could be the most incredible coincidence ever. I wonder, because a lot of the offensive penalties for Ole Miss, a lot of it are pre-snap, false starts, stuff like that. Which makes sense, right? You're going fast and maybe somebody's just not set. Or, you know, you're trying to get somebody in and off the field and and there's just, you know, motion issues. It makes sense. I, I mean, there, I, I, think the, I think there are three things you point to, right? Because all three of these teams have gone fast. I mean, that's what this offense that he has been a part of, you know, working 
under Art Bryles and then working under Josh Heupel and working under Lane Kiffin. They're going to go fast. That's what they do. So pre-snap motion, which we've seen a bunch of, substitution, seen less of that but a little bit. No, they try to avoid it. Because if they don't, the defense can't. No, no, I understand. But there have been a couple of substitution penalties this year for Ole Miss. Not many, but a couple. They met Borky. They may have been the the substitution penalties I'm thinking about. May have been defensive substitution penalties. Yeah. But holding, and I just can't help but wonder when you play as many snaps as fast. If your guys get hard, get tired, and are a little more likely to grab. I don't know. I mean, that's another. That is a theory that makes sense. A hypothesis, I guess, that makes sense. I think speed is is an interesting one. I, I would love, and of course, they'll never answer because my gosh, nobody's getting any answers about anything anymore until the games kick off. But there were two plays in a row last week where Matt Corral and Jerry and Ely ran into each other, and, and uh, on the exchange. One was going one way, and one was going the same way, and he should not have. And they ran into each other twice. And after the second one, Matt Corral yelled at the sideline. The people people given the signals, he yelled at them for screwing up, not Ely or or anything. Somebody on the sidelines was doing something wrong. So I wonder how much of that, just the speed of getting the calls out, how many different cards they're holding up, all the signals they're doing, all the running, where sometimes you just – if you're an offensive lineman and you have to look to the sideline, you have to get to your spot, you have to get down, you have to set your protections. Oh, shoot, what was the call? Or, or like the, the snap count, and then you jump off sides. Boom, there's five yards. Because there's just so much happening so fast. That's got to be it. Because even the people relaying the signals can't get it right sometimes. I'm trying to pull up the national stats. I'm really curious where... Uh, it's going to take me a little while to find penalties. I'm curious where Tennessee ranks. Because they play fast, 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 too. <clears throat> yeah, so so in some ways, I mean, if you just read that headline, you're like, wow, well, Jeff Levy must be the most undisciplined coach ever. But if you think about it a little bit more, you can somebody sent us a message that said lineman downfield due to all the RPO concepts that are in there. Um, but I, I guess the point that I was going to make with, with regard to Jeff Levy, it's not like he's been calling the shots on all of those teams. Not the head coach, not the coordinator for the majority of the time at Baylor. Could just be a wild coincidence, or I mean, thirty-seven percent of Ole Miss's penalties are on the defense too. Sure, but still. So that means the offense is averaging six penalties a game. That's going to bite them at some point. It's going to. You, I mean, you keep saying that, but like they had bad penalties. Should have put Arkansas away if not for penalties, but they didn't. Escape to the win. Had a couple penalties against Tennessee that would have helped in that game. Wait, that, so, so so do you mean that the the folks that are saying officials are still mad at Lane Kiffin for what he said about the Big Ten officials in Week One against Louisville and they're holding that against him all season long? You're, you're saying that maybe there's some tinfoil hat in that? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, for example, the play that would have put Arkansas away, 
illegal man downfield, he was seven yards down the field. I mean, you, you can't not drop the flag there, right? It's And you can't disguise pre-snap penalties either. Offsides is not negotiable. It's not a, a judgment call. Did the lineman move? Yes. Okay, it's a penalty. But uh, it will bite them at some point. And this is a really unfortunate opportunity for that to happen. Luckily for them, though, I was talking about this yesterday with Steven. I, I've seen, I've heard Auburn podcasts and stuff say that, oh, Ole Miss doesn't know what they're walking into in this environment. Yes, they do. They, they played in Tuscaloosa earlier this year, and the most violently angry 102,000 people that have ever existed inside Neyland Stadium. There is nothing about Jordan-Hare that will be different than those two experiences. So, by now... It's a would... fantastic atmosphere, but it's not nearly as intimidating as what they saw in Knoxville. No, and of course it'll be loud, and they'll have to do clap counts and stuff like that, because you can't yell to people when 86,000 people are yelling at you as well or as efficiently, but you would hope by now that all of the adjustments... And it looked like they were made from Tuscaloosa to Knoxville anyway. They were much better pre-snap and stuff like that in Knoxville than they were in Tuscaloosa. By now, the environment's not going to affect them. But this is the type of team that they're playing where if you have 10 penalties in this game, if you give them a free 100 yards, if you have a first down catch that would seal the game and it's called back on penalty and you have to punt the football, this is the kind of game that you lose because of it. This is the best... This is the best team they've played in the last four weeks. They're better than Arkansas because they beat Arkansas. I think they're better than Tennessee. And LSU is falling off a cliff, and they also beat LSU. So clearly this is the best team in the last four weeks. Hey, Dad, has Mississippi State had any intentional grounding calls this year where you looked at it and you're like, do what? No, nothing out of the ordinary, overly questionable. I know I can't believe I'm the one telling you this, that there wasn't a questionable call, but as far as grounding goes, there hasn't been one where I was just like, wow, I, I, don't, I don't agree with that at all. No. There was one in the LSU Plenty of game. others, though. Yeah. Well, there was, there was one against Tennessee and one against LSU and then one that wasn't called on LSU that kind of all fell in the same deal. They've gotten really into the, like, locked into the between the tackle box thing. Like, in the past, I felt like the, the rule is outside the tackle box and beyond the line of scrimmage if you're throwing it away. But kind of on the edge of the tackle box, but way beyond the line of scrimmage, officials have generally given the benefit of the doubt on that. But they've kind of gone in the direction of if it's, if it's unquestionable, we're going to drop it. I, I just I don't know if that was one of those points of emphasis this year or what. Like, I've never thought that I could watch a play where there is intentional grounding or not intentional grounding and be like, oh, there's some big-time gray area there. I feel like there's been a ton of gray area on that this year, and that's been Ole Miss. I don't know. Four times? Five times this year? We'll wrap up the 4 o'clock hour with you coming up next. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm.
from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Richland and Brandon. Call them at 601-605-4443. Heavy delays, 55 southbound from Lakeland down through the waterworks. Northbound on 55, slowing down at Atkins up to the 220 interchange. Also seeing your typical delays, 20 westbound at the stack. Otherwise, no other major problems to speak of at the moment. Buckle up and drive safe. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call them at 601-353-5217. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. (laughs) Are you feeling it? (sighs) Ream. The new degree of comfort. Spillway Diner would like to salute all healthcare and first responders for putting your life on the line to help so many. You are the true heroes. Thank you from Curtis and staff at Spillway Diner. Hi, I'm John Albritton. If your diamond seems smaller today than yesterday, trade it for a larger stone at Albritton's. Our certified gemologist will give you a generous, no obligation appraisal of your diamond, which can be applied to your new selection. Whether you choose to remount your existing stone or simply trade it, you'll get the most diamond value at Albritton's. Quality and value go hand in hand at Albritton's, Albritton's Jewelers. If you work in the manufacturing world, Ace Bolt and Screw would like the opportunity to earn your business. Ace Bolt and Screw has been Mississippi family owned and operated for more than 50 years. They specialize in vendor managed inventory and they're ISO certified. Ace Bolt and Screw services and delivers fasteners for small, medium, and large scale industrial operations across the country. Visit acebolt.net to learn more or call 601-355-3448. Discover vendor managed inventory by Ace Bolt and Screw today. Two Mississippi museums, the Museum of Mississippi History and the Mississippi Civil Rights Museum invites you to our Veterans Day ceremony. Wednesday, November the 10th at 10.30 a.m. to honor Mississippians who serve and who have served the United States Armed Forces. The program will take place on the Energy Mississippi Plaza located on North Street with free covered parking on North Jefferson Street. Join the two Mississippi museums, Museum of Mississippi History and the Mississippi Civil Rights Museum as we honor our veterans. Be sure to tune in every Saturday morning from 10 until noon for the Handyman Show. Brought to you locally in part by Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions. Protecting your home from structural damage, cracks, humidity, mold, and more. That's Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions of Mississippi. This is Jake Mangum. It's great to be on a team that is based in Mississippi. It's important to me that my team supports our high schools, universities, and several local events throughout the state. Of course, I'm talking about my home team, Farm Bureau Insurance. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business, win with authority. Your partners in IT. Every size business deserves top tier IT solutions. Visit seaspire.com slash business. 
Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Sports Talk Mississippi. Here's more. Super Talk Mississippi. College football fix is just around the corner. That's how we will begin the 5 o'clock hour. Got a couple of things to watch for in Mississippi State, Kentucky, and a couple of things to watch for in Ole Miss and Auburn. We got a couple of good nuggets for you on the uh, the cats and the dogs in Starkville this weekend. You want to be a part of the conversation, hit us up. Ceasefire text line 601-879-4395. 601-879-4395. get a question. How is spiking the ball not intentional grounding? It's just a rule that is in place that allows you to stop the clock. You are willing to give up a down in exchange for the clock to stop. It's a rule that's allowed. Just yeah. part of the rules. There was that one grounding call somebody mentions in the L- where Corral just threw it into like the third row over a receiver's head. And you were there. I don't remember exactly what he said, but he came on the speaker and was like a pit. And the announcer's also, I've never heard this before, hinted at, you have to throw it, try to throw it at somebody. When it's clear you are just throwing it out of bounds, then it's intentional grounding, but it was over a receiver's head. What if he just had a bad throw? I, I, I was, I've never heard that before. I mean, it's a strategy in football. If nobody's open, throw it in the stands. You know, if you're flush out of the pocket, just throw it in the stands. And that was called grounding in the LSU game, and I was really confused by all of that. Because they said he wasn't outside the tackle box. But there was a, he threw it over a receiver's head. No, I, no, I know that that which is what I was talking about a second ago. There, there are some gray areas in the intentional grounding that in the past have been like, I mean, if you throw it on a line over the head of a receiver, even if it's twenty feet above his head, you go ah receiver in the area, just carry on. But it's not really happening. That way this year, at least not in what I've seen. That doesn't make sense. I, I, you want to talk about inserting yourself where you don't belong as an official? That should not be something that costs a team yards and a down. If a quarterback throws the ball over his receiver's head, whether it looks intentional or not, if there is a receiver there, it should not be a penalty. Get a message here. Uh, Rogers had a similar one out of the back of the end zone that has always been okay until now. Yeah, I just can't help but wonder. And, and hey, Dad, I don't know where specifically this person's talking about, but I just can't help but wonder if this is one of those. Well, the point of emphasis this year. Yeah. Seems like distract, whatever there's distract the point people of emphasis. from the other things that we're not doing well. Let's yeah, emphasize well, this. Well, they distract us by doing this not well. I mean, it's it's really a no-win for them, but it's a no-win they bring upon themselves. I mean, there's just there's just no solving a lot of the problems without accountability. And until that happens, I'm just going to go on down this road. Hey, Dad, I think this question is for you. Is Mike Leach on the hot seat if he gets run off the field by Kentucky, say, 41-6? to I mean, define the hot seat. Is he going to get fired at the end of this season? No. Would it be a problem, you know, if if the rest of the season played out like that going into next year? Yes. But def- definitely not. Hot, when people say they're on the hot seat, 
I mean, that would be something that gets started, and you know, you can start talking about it going into the next season. But there's there there's nothing that makes me think there's nothing that could possibly occur that between now and then. I say that. I said something about Joe Moorhead, but <laughs> there's nothing that I can conceive of where Mike Leach is not the head coach for the 2022 season. So, yeah, there's yeah. got to be scandal. He's seeing next year. Yeah, scandal or you know, or no vaccine. Similar. Well, I mean, there's that. I don't think that's going to be an issue. But I was thinking, <laughs> I'm, in terms I'm just of, saying. I just, oh no, no, I wouldn't call what happened between Schrader and Gay a scandal. But at the same time, it's something that happened that sort of pushed Morehead out the door. So, hey, quality your linebacker breaking your quarterback's face. They It'd be a scandal if a we scandal. never got if we never got an actual public confirmation of it. Can it be a scandal? I don't know. A photograph. I feel like scandal's not public. the right word. But that could happen to anything. He could have just fallen down the stairs. I don't know. Isn't that what they always say? Oh, they ban the people that would ask. All right, here's a comment that makes more sense than what just came out of Brian Haydad's mouth. Um, going back to the, the penalties, Jeff Levy offenses, it only makes sense if you say 20% more plays than other teams, you could perhaps add one or two more penalties per game. There might be something to that. Yeah. If you're running more plays, then law of averages would say maybe you have more penalties. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So like we were talking about, uh, I think yesterday with Mississippi State and sacks, I mean, State may give up four sacks in a game, but when you throw the ball 60 times, it might happen. Yeah. Tony and Clara. There's a couple of the SEC officiated crews that are subpar, in my opinion. Hey, Dad thinks that's a bit of a conservative estimate. Couple. Spence says, guys, just tuned in. Heard talk about Lincoln Riley to LSU today while traveling through Texas. Any truth to that? I would I would tell you what I thought, but he just asked to speak to you two, so I'm not important to this guy. But more more truth than Mike Tomlin, but no. Slightly more believable never, than but that. never. College football fix. Two things to watch in Starkville, two things to watch in Auburn when we come back. Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baloney Street Pros, I'm Rich Dennison. A vote is possible tonight on a long-delayed trillion-dollar bipartisan infrastructure bill. House progressives have stalled the infrastructure measure while Democrats negotiate a larger social spending plan. A framework of that $1.75 trillion bill and legislative tax is now out. President Biden met with House Democrats this morning and said he believes the framework can get 50 votes in the Senate. Fox's Jared Halpern on Capitol Hill. The state of Oklahoma carried out its first execution in more than six years, just hours after the Supreme Court today lifted stays for John Grant and another death row inmate. JetBlue is offering economy tickets for as low as $31 on 31 of its routes. You need to buy your ticket online by Friday on the JetBlue website, and you can only travel before or after Thanksgiving. Fox's Ginny Casola, America's listening to Fox News. 
This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live main lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple of fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy pork beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Have Smith Marine winterize your boat so it's done right. See the 2022 Crest Pontoons with great Suzuki outboard warranties. Come see the pros at Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive on the Rev by Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The National Weather Service has now verified that an EF1 tornado touched down in Moss Point Wednesday night, causing damage to power lines, trees, and structures. The tornado caused a vehicle traveling southbound on Highway 63 to overturn several times before ejecting one of the passengers. Carolyn Gildersleeve was transported to the hospital but later succumbed to her injuries. Her husband was also in the car at the time, but did not suffer any major injuries. An EF-1 tornado also touched down in Picayune. And Mississippi is joining an effort urging President Biden to halt the implementation of his vaccine mandate for federal contractors. Mississippi Attorney General Lynn Fitch and 20 other attorneys general issued a letter raising concerns regarding the mandate that they argue stands on, quote, shaky legal grounds, while also stating their belief that the December 8th deadline is an unworkable timeline in the midst of a supply chain crisis. I'm Mike McCormick, president of the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. It's harvest time for our farmers all across Mississippi, and that means you might come face-to-face with slow-moving equipment like tractors, combines, and cotton pickers on our rural roads and bridges. So for the safety of you and our farmers, please slow down, be patient, don't text and drive, and give our farmers the space they need. Just like you, Mississippi farmers want to do their job and return safely to their loved ones. Thank you from your friends at the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. Are you an employer looking to diversify your workforce? Hiring workers with disabilities is a win-win situation. This is Chris Howard, Executive Director of the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services. Call our business relations specialist to learn how your company can benefit from no-cost on-the-job training and receive tax credits when hiring workers with disabilities. We're a source of recruitment for pre-screened and job-ready applicants and are committed to being a valuable partner for employers. Visit our website at mdrs.ms.gov to find a business relations specialist near you. Thanks to their new designation as a historic district, some of the buildings in downtown Pascagoula will be eligible for a historic tax credit that will aid in the revitalization of the area. The federal government offers a 20% credit for the rehabilitation of historic structures which are used for income producing purposes. The state offers a 25% credit for the same. Of the 84 properties that make up the district, 53 are considering contributing and eligible for those credits. And a list of Mississippians convicted of embezzling public money would be created under legislation Senator Jeremy England plans to introduce in January. We ought to have a, a list of those people available. I, I think we ought to call those folks out and make sure that those folks aren't leaving one department or one agency and going to another when they've already proven themselves to be uh, to not be trustworthy with our public funds. For all things Mississippi, find us online at supertalk.fm. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. 
Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. Catfish farming has always been a passion for me. I was raised up on a catfish farm. I was born into it. But the only thing I love more than catfish farming is my children and my family. I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi, and I'm proud to be the 2020 Mississippi Catfish Farmer of the Year. People all across America love to eat U.S. farm-raised catfish, and I'm proud to be able to produce it right here in the Mississippi Delta. reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Here comes more Sports Talk Mississippi. You ready, guys? On Super Talk Mississippi. with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. We are coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Pearl River Resort, the home of the Golden Moon, the Silver Star, Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and, of course, the Sportsbook at Timeout Lounge. Visit them online at pearlriverresort.com to see a full list of events and what's happening and how you can get there and everything else, PearlRiverResort.com. Let's just jump right in. I'm I'm really fired up to look at these two games in a little bit different way than we have at any point so far this week. Kentucky at Mississippi State, Ole Miss at Auburn. Two things to watch. This is the college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Test drive the 2021 F-150 today. If you haven't gotten behind the wheel, well, you're you're missing out. Test drive it. You're going to want to take it home. Smart, tough, and built to get the job done. The 2021 Ford F-150 at your local Mississippi Ford dealers. I pull out my handy notebook. Brian Haydad, Michael Borky. I have not one, but two things to watch in Starkville on Saturday. But first, a did you know? Did you know that Mark Stoops is the second winningest coach in Kentucky football history? Behind only John Calipari. He has a career record of 55 and 51. Can I guess? And is only five wins behind the all time winningest coach at Kentucky. And it is. It's one of two guys. I'm going to guess Jerry Claiborne. You are wrong. Wow. So Bear Bryant? Would you like a second guess? Bear Bryant? Bear Bryant had 60 wins at Kentucky. 49th meeting all-time between these two teams, and it is dead even. 24-24 in Starkville, Mississippi State leads the series 14-7. I still haven't gotten to the two things to watch yet. Just some nuggets for you. 
kind of joking here. I am watching to see if Kentucky scores 42. I don't think that's going to happen based on Kentucky's offense and Mississippi State's defense. But if they score 42, it's not good for the Bulldogs because in the history of Kentucky football, when scoring 42 or more points, the CATS, 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 are 130 and 0. Just so you know. Now you got me wondering what the state's record is like that. I can think of one right off the top of my head they lost. But other than that. Kentucky has not won in Starkville since 2008. That's five straight in the series. And one last nugget, Kentucky can clinch at least a tie for second place in the SEC East with a win against Mississippi State on Saturday night. So, what are we watching for? Number one, can Kentucky hit some chunk plays? Mississippi State, this season, has allowed only 70 plays this year of 10 or more yards. That's second in the SEC and ninth in the entire country. Without digging, my assumption is that Georgia is the only team in the SEC that has allowed fewer chunk plays. Feels like a safe assumption. It feels very safe, actually. So why are we watching that? Well, because Kentucky is not a big play team. I don't have the 10-yard breakdown, but I've got bigger numbers. Kentucky has eight plays this year where they've rushed for between 15 and 19 yards, five plays in which they've rushed for between 20 and 29 yards, four in which they have gone for between 30 and 49 yards, and one run this season over 50 yards, 18 plays of 15 or more yards this season on the ground. Through the air, it's 19 total. 8 of 20, 6 of 30, 2 of 40, 3 of 50. And so Kentucky for the season has only 38 plays from scrimmage of 15 yards or more, and Mississippi State's only given up 70 on the year. And so I'm watching to see if Kentucky can get chunk plays on Saturday night. The other thing about that, though, is I believe as you go into bigger yardage, 20-yard plays, 30-yard plays, 40-yard plays, that's when State starts getting down towards the bottom. Okay, They have given up a bunch of 40-plus-yard plays this year. So there may not be a lot of 10- to 19-yard plays in there, but once you get into the actual to really big plays, State has a, has a, has a weakness for that. So that is, Kentucky it's has definitely something to watch. All right, so breaking that down, Kentucky has five plays of 30 or more yards on the ground and five of 40 or more passes. Off the top of my head. Five passes of 40 or more yards. Off the top of my head, State has given up pass and run at least five and maybe more 40-plus plays. Big number. Yeah. Thing that I'm watching for, number two, can Mississippi State score touchdowns in the red zone? Oh, yeah. A loyal Thunder and Lightning listener here. He's, he's in 28 points. trips inside the 20 yard line. Mississippi State has just 18 touchdowns. That is coming in at a clip of 64%. And where I went to school, that was a failing grade. That's not good enough. I wrote off in the little brackets in the side run game? Question mark? Question mark? Question mark? Being able to run the football inside the five, inside the 10 yard line is a staple of a good football team. I know it's not what the offense does. I get it. I, I, I get it. 
And yet, sometimes you need to run the football inside the 10-yard line. And maybe that's why they're only scoring touchdowns 64% of the time when they get inside the 20. What I would say is this, and this is what I said on Thunder Lightning. The red zone is more important to Mississippi State than almost any team in the country. Mm-hmm. Because State doesn't have 40, 50-yard plays. It, we, we said this today. If State's on their side of the field, if they're on the 49 back, there is almost a 0% chance they're going to score on that play. You think about Ole Miss. How many times has Corral thrown a 50-plus-yard touchdown pass? Or Ely or Parrish broken up an awful long run? State doesn't do that. They just don't do that. So when they get close, they absolutely have to get in the end zone because they aren't capable and haven't shown to be capable this year of getting into the end zone from 40-plus yards away. And yet, Mr. Haydad, I have for you good news. I'll take it. Kentucky's red zone defense, no bueno. Kentucky opponents have scored 18 of 19 times this year when getting inside the 20. That is a 94.7% clip, and where I went to school, that was an A. But in terms of Kentucky, that's only 5.3%. That's failing. And five of those 18 scores have been field goals. The touchdown percentage for Kentucky opponents inside the 20-yard line is 72%. So, Mississippi State can play to that level. They're about eight percentage points above their season average, and it's a win. That's what I'm watching. Can Kentucky hit chunk plays? Can Mississippi State score touchdowns in the red zone? If I knew the answer to those two questions... I would be easing on down to the sports book at Timeout Lounge to wager a significant amount of money based on the answer to those two questions. That's a very, very fair analysis. Thank you. I appreciate that. I got your back. What else are you guys watching for? Your first point, I think, was the the chunk plays from Kentucky. Will Levis is the X factor in this game. I think at yeah. this point you kind of know what you're getting from Mississippi State's offense. High efficiency passing, not a lot of explosion, and quite frankly, not a lot of points. You know what you're getting from a game. Yeah, that's that's what you're going to get. You know what you're going to get from State's defense as well. I think they're going to have relative success stopping Kentucky's rushing attack. The second best running attack they've seen so far this year. And the first one, they did a great job of shutting down in College Station. So, it's all on Will Levis. I assume State's going to stack the box, play downhill a lot to try to take the run away from Kentucky, which is their strength and where they're most comfortable. If he is successful throwing the football down the field, going to be an interesting game. If he can't, then it's going to be an ugly, ugly, in a good way for State, an ugly football game where points are at a premium. You muddy it up just like the NC State game a few weeks ago. I don't even know if they're stacking the box, Michael, because that's just State's defense. They have to, they're, yeah. they're, they're good against the run. So that's sort of been the game plan all year. Max Johnson was able to beat him. Calzada was not. Uh, Bryce Young obviously made big plays in the passing game. Vanderbilt, no chance. So that's State's plan is they'll stop the run, and if, if Levis can beat them, so be it. So you're right. The, the X factor in the game is Will Levis. We have a friend that 
absolutely abhors bananas. Never in my life would I have done this. But to get a reaction, I just pulled a banana out of the refrigerator and took a big old bite out of it, peeling all. Had I not seen Will Levis do that, never would have even thought of it possible. Next up, mayo in the coffee. Not very good. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you glass needs in Ridgeland and Brandon. Call them at 601-605-4443. Southbound on 55, slowing down this afternoon at Lakeland all the way down through the waterworks to at least the Pearl River. Northbound on 55, slowing from Meadowbrook up to the 220 interchange. Lakeland northbound, expect heavy delays from Ridgewood up to treetops. This update is brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, where you can enjoy the lowest interest rates on loans and free checking accounts at River Trust Federal Credit Union. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gluckstadt or online at bennelson.com. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the Metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. My name is Larry Warren, Warren and Warren Asphalt Paving. Larry, we've seen new asphalt companies coming into the area. What's the difference between them and what Warren and Warren offers? Well, first of all, Warren and Warren will be here with you now and after the job is done. These other people, you don't know where their home office is. If they're from out of town, do they have a tax ID number? Do they pay taxes in the state of Mississippi? That's the biggest problem. Do they have anything with the Better Business Bureau? You look into it a little further, you may find out that they're not even listed with the Better Business. Bureau. Everybody is different. If a person beats us on a bid, most of the time it's because you're not comparing apples to apples. They're not doing the exact same thing that we're doing. And we stand behind our work and we're going to be here. And we do all kinds of work. Anything from a patch job to a million dollar job doesn't make any difference. People can call me at any time. They can call my telephone number 601-270-4637 or my office number 601-736-1203. We still do not do highway work and never will. Napa know-how. All is in the air. The pros at Napa Auto Parts can tell because our prices are changing and dropping faster than the leaves. Keep warm with the Mr. Heater Portable Buddy Indoor Safe Propane Heater for $74.99. Take care of your engine with Napa Premium Conventional Motor Oil for $11.99 for a 5-quart jug. Change out your filters with a $20 Visa rebate card by mail with the purchase of a Napa branded oil, air, and cabin air filter on the same invoice. There's plenty more on sale at Napa. Napa know-how. The hunt is over for all your deer camp setup needs at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in Bolton since 1871. Get your food plot set up with mixes from Pennington, J&J, and Wax Company, along with ryegrass from Nelson and Marshall. And don't forget the wheat for those doves, along with fertilizer, spreaders, and sprayers. Feeders by Boss Buck Gravity and Moultrie, filled with rice bran original, peanut butter, persimmon, along with corn, mineral salt, as well as that Buck Robert game attractant. Game cameras, hunting license, wasp and bug sprays, and much, much more. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your deer camp setup specialist. Downtown Bolton since 1871. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. What do they want? Exciting news. Brace yourself. More Sports Talk Mississippi. Now. Now. Hey, hey, Mom said the way you move gonna make you sweat, gonna make you groove.
So, so apparently, uh, Cole sent me a message on Twitter. He says, it was a point of emphasis talking about intentional grounding in college football this year. One of the rules analysts said so during the Louisville game. There you go. Good to know. You know, good to know. Jeez. Maybe let's just have pick a something that really isn't having much of an effect on the game. And Orky, let's make that a flag fiesta this year. What do you say? Yeah, love that. Uh, speaking of that, since we're on the topic, do you want to hear about what uh, or hear Greg Sankey on whether or not they should make SEC officials full-time employees? Sure. When I look at the dedication of our officials, and, and I'll speak to other collegiate conferences, the amount of time they they dedicate to their craft is substantial. And if you take a, an individual and simply make them full time, does that really solve the dynamics of the game? So if we take a step back from the emotion, and, and Wednesday is probably a good day to do that, things are happening so fast uh, on, a, uh, on a football field, and particularly when we see sped up offenses, which is just a reality that we have to encounter in college football. That makes decision-making even more demanding. It has to happen more quickly. The evaluation points are still the same, just in a compressed period of time. So we have to adjust to that. Having full-time employees doesn't solve those realities. I think that's a really bad answer. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff in there. I, I heard a lot of blah blah blah. I do think the whole what does them being employed full time how, how does that change materially the product on the field? I do think that's a relevant because question. they don't spend their week being financial advisors in Birmingham. They spend their week like NFL officials do, and NFL, NFL officials, officials are not, not full time. But Richard, they get paid two hundred thousand dollars a year. That's a hell of a lot more than I make. They're full-time. They get paid like full-time employees to get it right. But but they don't devote what they do full-time to they don't have to. those games. But they're also much better at what they do than SEC officials. Yeah, Very aren't clearly. There a finite number of those people out there? Right. And so, I mean, just in theory, if you want to get better at something, what do you do? If you want to become a better golfer, you hit the range, right? Sure, you practice. To become a doctor, you have to go to 12 years of school plus residency and all that crap. You have to practice a lot. To do anything in life, to get better at it, you have to do it. Could you imagine if you got to call one basketball game a year? That's all you did. You never practiced. You just called one game a year, and that's all you did. Yeah. You wouldn't get any better. In theory, it wouldn't solve all the issues. Of course not. I mean, they're humans, after all. Humans are going to make mistakes. Even the best at it are still going to screw up at times. However, if instead of they were spending their weeks being financial advisors in Birmingham, they were able to, like NBA, NBA officials have to watch film. They, they have to go back and watch their games and like take notes and watch other games and take notes, and they have to evaluate every call they make in a game. And those guys are full-time. They have to be because they're officiating basically every night. But instead of being a financial advisor in Birmingham, you could be working on it. You could be at practices getting used to doing this more than just 13 weeks a year or 13 times a year. 
Josh says, uh, Josh and Laurel says, 19 years of umpiring baseball, I try to do over 200 games to get better, and for once I actually agree with Porky. That's Josh and Laurel. Dave. How can you not? Says, I'm on the way to call a high school game right now. I know officials mess up, but you need to get on the field and go call some games before you start calling out officials as a whole. Just saying. And, and Dave, I mean, do I need to get in the kitchen and cook my steak before I can tell you that it's burnt? All right. It's your job. It's not my job. It's not my job. Your job. You're the one who decided to put on the shirt. Do it right. If you can't do it right, hit the road. There is a I mean, massive shortage of officials at basically every level of sports right now. There's a massive shortage of everything in this country right this second. Well, that's, I mean, that's not related mornings. to the COVID pandemic. That has been a trend for the last half of well, the decade. I have, decade. It's high school officiating and lower. That's a different level of scrutiny, or at least it should be. I know some parents are insane, but the person doing high school games on Friday night you can't make that a full-time thing. You're doing that as a side gig right. and a lot of times as a favor. Like, And there's no replay, and there's no, I get to see the highlights a thousand times in high school. I, I, can, I can let it go in high school. Because, I mean, what, how much money is really on the line there? The SEC Ooh, is a billion-dollar business, and, and people are gambling billions of dollars on it. you got to get the calls right. You Boy, just you have to. You might be a good official. I would probably be terrible at it. Well, if you worked at it, you might be good. Yeah, probably, because that's what life is. I don't like that line of thinking, though. If you haven't done it, you can't criticize. Okay, then never speak about the president again. President, any politician. You can only talk about your job. Sports talk radio hosts. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, seriously. It, it, the, way he, he, the reason there's a shortage is the way coaches in the media treat officials. Okay, I understand coaches. How do the media treat officials? We, they don't ever get to talk to them. He had three right. passes. We got to knock out two things to watch in Ole Miss and Auburn because we got TJ Reeves coming up as well to talk about Saints and Buccaneers. Ole Miss and Auburn. A couple of nuggets and then two things to watch. Number one, it is all orange. I'm sorry, they're calling it all Auburn, all orange day. I guess that means everybody's wearing orange. Oh, yeah. that. Ole Miss has got for Halloween. That's perfect. Come on. Yeah. Ole Miss has gotten its orange fixed this year. After this one's over, they will have they will have had their fill of orange yeah, in twenty twenty one. But the Auburn one doesn't like pierce your eyes. It's a it's a mm-hmm. normal orange. Like it's it's the color that you grew up drawing in school when you had to do the it, primary and secondary colors. Like Auburn's orange is that one. Tennessee is halfway between Tennessee orange and Texas orange, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Tennessee's is like ball. some kind of neon light above a trashy dive bar. Like, that's the Tennessee Orange. Auburn has won five straight in the series, and in Jordan-Hare Stadium, they are 16-3 and against Ole Miss. So, two things to watch. Number one, feast or famine? Can Ole Miss run the ball effectively against Auburn? Auburn is 32nd in the FBS in rush yards allowed per game. They're giving up 122.9 yards per game. They have held four of their seven opponents under 100 yards rushing. Akron had minus three. Alabama State had 46. LSU had 33. Penn State had 89. But Georgia State had 267. And they've given up 201 and 232. Arkansas had 232 and 201 to... I don't remember. I didn't write that down. 
Flip side, Ole Miss is number three in the FBS in yards per game, rushing behind only Air Force and Army. The only game in which the Rebels have had fewer than 188 yards rushing, Alabama where they had 78. They went from 188 against Louisville, 336 against Austin P, 372 against Tulane, 324 against Arkansas, 279 against Tennessee, and 266 against LSU. Will Ole Miss be able to run it effectively against Auburn? That's the first thing I'm watching. Second thing I'm watching, three weeks ago this would have been rat poison. This week Lane Kiffin thinks it's a good conversation. Can Matt Corral put up some sexy numbers this week? you got to have some sexy numbers if you're going to win a Heisman Trophy. Because as Lane Kiffin point out, pointed out, and not a lot of people that watch all the games. They look at stats. Passing yards only. This is not taking the running piece of it into the equation. Against Louisville, 381, but only one touchdown. Against Austin P, 294, but five touchdowns. Tulane, 335, three touchdowns. Bama, 213 and one TD. Arkansas, 287, two TDs. Tennessee, 231, two TDs. LSU, 204, one TD. If I had told you going into the season that Matt Corral would have a stretch of four games this year, four consecutive games, in which he threw for fewer than 300 yards, would you have believed me? Why not? I, I don't think I would have believed that going into the year. No, if Borky, mm-hmm. if you had injury would have been the only reason why that would have yeah. felt accurate. But I mean, and yet, but the Ole thing Miss is, has gone three and one in those four games, right? And he's been great. Don't get me wrong. We do get lost in the corral thing when, in reality, this team led the SEC in rushing a year ago and brought everybody back. Yeah. So what did right. you expect I mean, it them to do? Be a surprise that they run the football well. And in fairness, against Tennessee, he had over 400 yards of total offense and was responsible for four touchdowns. Anyway, that's the other thing that I'm looking for. Can Matt Corral put up some sexy numbers that would help in the Heisman Trophy race? T.J. Reeves will join us on the Farm Bureau phone line when we come back. We'll talk Saints-Bucks, which is coming up on Sunday afternoon. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 20% chance of showers, partly sunny, high near 68. Tonight, slight chances of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 51. Your Friday, mostly cloudy, high near 61. And for your Saturday, mostly sunny conditions, high only to 68. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. We've all heard the old expression, work smarter, not harder. Those words become a reality when you visit Ace Bolton Screw. From tools and accessories to every fastener imaginable, Ace Bolton Screw has everything you need for every job. Register to win a Predator Talon high-performance electric bike valued at $3,000. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Located on Julianne Street, just off Gallatin and Jackson, right off I-55 at the Gluckstadt exit, and coming soon to Highway 49 in Richland. Ever feel like making an appointment with your doctor takes a lot of time, only to feel rushed through the actual appointment? 
avoid the hassle at Capital Ortho, where our board-certified, fellowship-trained orthopedic surgeons are waiting to treat you immediately with one-on-one professional and personal patient care. Both you and your time matter to the staff at Capital Ortho. To schedule your same-day appointment, call 601-987-8200 or visit CapitalOrtho.com. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Join Middays with Gerard Gibbert, Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., sponsored by The Road, your destination for fine men's clothing. Family. What does family mean to you? At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, we value family. As a father-daughter team, Drs. Michael Carter and Katherine Carter Sledge are committed to helping you achieve your most beautiful smile. Go to cartersledgedental.com to meet our team, take a virtual tour, and make an appointment. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry on Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. Come be a part of our family. Two Mississippi museums, the Museum of Mississippi History and the Mississippi Civil Rights Museum invites you to our Veterans Day ceremony. Wednesday, November the 10th at 10.30 a.m. to honor Mississippians who serve and who have served the United States Armed Forces. The program will take place on the Energy Mississippi Plaza located on North Street with free covered parking on North Jefferson Street. Join the two Mississippi museums, Museum of Mississippi History and the Mississippi Civil Rights Museum as we honor our veterans. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The National Weather Service has now verified that an EF1 tornado touched down in Moss Point Wednesday night, causing damage to power lines, trees, and structures. The tornado caused a vehicle traveling southbound on Highway 63 to overturn several times before ejecting one of the passengers. Carolyn Gildersleeve was transported to the hospital but later succumbed to her injuries. Her husband was also in the car at the time but did not suffer any major injuries. An EF-1 tornado also touched down in Picayune. And Mississippi is joining an effort urging President Biden to halt the implementation of his vaccine mandate for federal contractors. Mississippi Attorney General Lynn Fitch and 20 other attorneys general issued a letter raising concerns regarding the mandate that they argue stands on, quote, shaky legal grounds, while also stating their belief that the December 8th deadline is an unworkable timeline in the midst of a supply chain crisis. Is your business or home protected from power outages? Hurricanes cause widespread outages, with some lasting days and even weeks. Don't wait for a hurricane to hit. Prepare today with a standby residential or commercial generator from Taylor Power Systems. Give yourself an advantage over power outages with a Taylor Power standby generator. Give us a call today at 601-922-4444. Trustmark checking fits you to a T. Use the My Trustmark app to bank anywhere from your truck to a tent. Make mobile payments at retailers from Tampa to Tacoma. And with new Plus checking, you'll even get discounts on trips. Trip? Oh, hey, you stole my line. You need Plus checking. It has identity theft protection, too. Don't stop about Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. 
from the coast to the delta and all points in between the stories of your mississippi all 82 counties are heard here with super talk mississippi news what happens why does it happen and how will it affect you your family and your bottom line from the capital to your county we bring you the most important stories from all across the state stay here and stay informed super talk mississippi news online at supertalk.fm sports talk mississippi now now Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com as well. And TJ Reeves joins us right now on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team at Mississippi Farm Bureau. If you're watching on supertalktv.com, you see TJ from his home office. Busy weekend coming up for uh, for him. National radio call on, uh, what, Oklahoma and Texas Tech? Texas Tech, that is correct. And then a game that might have a little bit of interest uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers against Jameis Winston going against his old team in the Superdome. There might be a couple of people that watch that. Good to be with you. And for the audience that cannot see us, I am not in a Halloween costume. Just to let everybody know, I am not dressed for Halloween. No mask. Uh, I'm not going trick-or-treating. I just thought I would update you. Yeah, it may be hard to uh, to pull that off this weekend with all that uh, that you've got going. Right. So let's, um, let's talk about this matchup in New Orleans. Uh, Two times last year, right? Uh, Saints got one and the Bucks got one. Uh, I don't know if you knew this or not, but the uh, the Bucks won a, a world championship last year. That's correct. Uh, uh, Buccaneers lost both regular season meetings, and okay. the Saints were feeling great about themselves. And the Saints had home field advantage for the playoff game. But as we like to say in Tampa Bay, we won the one that mattered in the Superdome and retired Drew Brees in the process. His final game is a loss forever to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But I digress. Please continue on with your question, sir. So let's just talk about the Superdome for a second. It's one of the, the great home field environments in all of professional sports. TJ, you've been all over the NFL. I assume you've been to every stadium in the league. Where does the Superdome rank in terms of difficulty for an opponent? It's probably in the top two. And I always joke that it's a four Advil game, two before the game and two after the game when your ears are still ringing three hours later from how loud it is. And Tom Brady has brought this up this week uh, that it's it was really bizarre, eerie, and an advantage. Now, they, they lost the game in the Superdome in the first game of the regular season with absolutely no one there, which yeah. is crazy, eerie. The playoff game had about eight or 9,000 people there, which again is about one-tenth of what you would normally have. So he knows he's played in there. The offensive line's been going over this. They're not going to be able to hear anything. You can't hear the guy next to you when the crowd is roaring. It will be an advantage for the Saints. They'll be at full throttle because they couldn't be last year for these games. So let's see how big of a factor it is. But, yes, it's right up there. Uh, the old Metrodome in Minnesota that they've now torn down would be right there. Seattle as an outdoor venue believe it or not because they have some acoustic roofing over the top that is crazy and the saints just played in seattle and won on monday night in the bad weather that's probably the loudest outdoor one but yeah this one will be something else so, so you put you put seattle ahead of both kansas city and green Bay. yes 
Yes, on both. It is that deafening loud in Seattle. And Kansas City can be loud. I've been there a couple times. I've been there in Green Bay. Yes. Um, and you've got other domes. Uh, now you've got Mercedes-Benz Stadium. The other, the other was the Georgia Dome where we played. Um, and I'm trying to think in terms of indoor, who's really bonkers. The Saints are right there. It's going to be very difficult to hear. So you're a college football guy also. When you compare a college football atmosphere to an NFL atmosphere, there are obviously differences. Are there environments, though, that feel more like a college game than others? And New Orleans would probably be one of those. Okay. It's a good point. And when you go to Buffalo, for example, that's kind of okay. like a college field driving in. You're, I mean, the, the stadium, what was the former Rich Stadium, and now they've renamed it like three times. It's in a neighborhood. You're driving like on side streets with houses, and hey, there's the stadium. And that's not unlike Green Bay, too, where you're driving around uh, downtown Green Bay, which you can get through in about six minutes. And But you're driving around, and suddenly you make a right turn in a neighborhood, and there it is. There's Lambeau Field. Uh, but you're right. I mean, the SEC in particular, we tell people this all the time, wherever I go all over the country. Uh, I, I mean, when you're at Tiger Stadium in LSU, when you're at when you're at Bryant-Denny, when you're at the Swamp, when you're at Auburn, go down the list. When you're at Athens, I mean, that's as bonkers as anything in the NFL trying to make noise. So, yes, we're accustomed to that when you talk SEC. In terms of the matchup, what stands out for you in this particular game? Is it is it New Orleans defense against what Tampa Bay can do offensively? That's part of it. And they have a good defense. They won that game Monday night with their defense, with yeah. their front seven and their pass rush. Uh, the, the Buccaneers shutting down Alvin Kamara will be a big part of this. They've been very good against the run. That's been the Saints key on offense. It's not been Jameis Winston opening it up and throwing it 30 times, 40 times a game. It's get the ball to Kamara, get it in his hands 20, 25 times, running it and throwing it to him. So that's huge, stopping Kamara. And, and the Buccaneers can't make mistakes when they have been mistake free without turnovers with it without penalties they've been deadly and they now won by the way going back to the end of last year in the eight straight wins including the playoffs they have now won 14 of 15 games with the same formula which is do not beat yourselves turnovers and penalties and have tom brady do a lot of the rest throwing the football and so far that has worked richard there comes a point where football ends for everyone. It just seems like it's going to be later for Tom Brady than anybody else. Four touchdown passes again last week. I mean, Eli and Peyton were joking with him on Monday night, which, by the way, that part of the Manning cast was fantastic. Phenomenal TV. Can we give them an Emmy Award, you and me? We don't vote. But let's that segment alone, that 30 minutes, because you got to understand, Richard, in our market, he doesn't do a lot of that. He does like one press conference a week for five minutes. He does nothing individually with the local media team. TV or radio. So everybody from the media to the fans is glued to that the other night because he gave you five times what you normally get on a given week. It was great TV with the Mannings. Yes. And I don't know if soften is the right word, but he's really, really good when he wants to be. He's loosened up because he's no longer at the Kremlin where you're not allowed to say anything in New England. And I, I thought, I mean, Peyton got off two or three tremendous barbs on him and he laughed and was kind of taken aback and then he came right back at him. But I mean, he said, hey, you've taken Bruce Arians, uh, Clyde Christensen, uh, Tom Moore. They were all longtime 
uh, Indianapolis assistants, Tom Moore was the offensive coordinator. He said, you've taken all my coaches. This is like a single white female thing, making reference to the 90s movie where Jennifer, I think it's Jennifer Jason Lee, right? Changes all of her clothes and cuts her hair and wants to be her roommate. I'm like, this is phenomenal that we're getting off the barbs. It was great TV. So, yeah. Uh, Brady has loosened up. There's no doubt. And I don't know how much longer he can play, but I can tell you this. They're not sacking him. They're not knocking him down. If the elbow and the shoulder can hold up, he's playing next year. He is adamant that he's playing next year if he's healthy. It's wild, Richard. It's crazy. And, and, and TJ, you, you look at the end of careers, right? And you can tell when it's time. I mean, you right. watched Eli Manning at the end. It was time. Peyton was kind of held together with, with duct tape and, and bailing wire. Drew, Drew Brees. Drew Brees at the end last year could barely get the ball down the field, to your point. Yeah, I mean, you know, there was no pushing at 30 yards on a deep out for, for Drew Brees. None of that seems to be going away. I don't think Tom Brady's ever been accused of having the biggest arm in the NFL, but it's still plenty good. Yeah, it's remarkable. And I'm there. I'm privileged to be there at field level every week. And I keep saying to everybody, and I say it right here on Super Talk Mississippi, he still got it on putting zip on the football and being able to make most of the throws down the field. Uh, does he have moments where he misses somebody? Yes. Does he have moments where he throws an ill-advised pass? That has happened. But by and large, the ball is on the money, and it's remarkable. He's 44 years old, doing this 22 years into his career. It's crazy. Busy with T.J. Reeves, sideline reporter for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on the Farm Bureau phone line here on Sports Talk Mississippi. A couple of more minutes. And, and T.J., I can't help but one. So you said you know he got out of the Kremlin in, uh, in New England. I can't help but wonder if it's more fun. I, I don't think the way he prepares has changed. The way he studied uh, studies has changed. But it's almost like there's a new lease on life, and he's having a lot of fun with it. Absolutely. I think he realizes now uh, that this is the twilight, the end here, this year, next year, whatever it is, and he's having a blast. And he's playing with house money. I mean, he is the all-time greatest with all the Super Bowls, but yes, he is very loose. He's thrilled to have Rob Gronkowski here with him. Uh, he gets along tremendously well with a lot of his other teammates. Uh, there's a lot to like about weather and beaches and golf courses and amusement parks and all kinds of things in Florida, why people want a vacation here. And he even joked with Peyton and Eli, I'm, I'm soft now. I'm never going back to the cold weather and the snow. They sold their place in Boston and in New York because he said, I'm never going back there to live, particularly for the wintertime. Once they come to Florida, they find that out. So, yes, I think it's uh, it's very accurate to say that he has loosened up here. He's enjoying it. And I think that will be part of a third season in Tampa Bay. Does it go beyond 2022? I don't know. How do they do? Is he hurt? We don't know those variables. But I think he fully intends, no matter what, even if they win another one, Richard, I think he fully intends to play again next year. Let's see what right. happens. One minute left. Give me one reason Tampa Bay wins and one reason New England or New Orleans wins. But Buccaneers take care of the ball and keep the crowd stuff to a minimum. Don't let it affect them. If New Orleans wins, it's because they're taking it away and Camara has a big day to help soften it up. That's that's what this game comes down to, and it's going to be a blast. And again, I will have some earplugs, but I, I will hopefully be able to hear and report back to you at a later date about how it is in the Superdome Sunday. TJ, you're the best. Thanks for your time, man. Always love being with you. Go get them on, on all the stuff that you do. And anytime you need me, you know where to find me. Thank you, sir.
some of this, yeah. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon, call them at 601-605-4443. Southbound on 55, slow through the waterworks down to the stack. Also seeing heavy congestion southbound on Spillway Road. Uh, northbound on Lakeland looking at congestion right around Flowwood Drive and your typical congestion in Brandon at College Street and Government. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call them at 601-353-5217. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. The 41st Annual Squat and Gobble is back. Don't miss this incredible evening to help victims of human trafficking and domestic abuse right here in Central Mississippi. Thursday, November 11th at 6 p.m. at the new Mississippi Trademarks. There'll be plenty of room to squat and gobble, featuring live music from Dr. Zar's Amazing Funk Monsters, great food and beverages, a live and silent auction, door prizes, and the prestigious Squat and Gobble Dance Contest and Turkey Calling Contest. Don't be a turkey. Get your early bird ticket for just $55 now through October 28th at friendsforacause.com. There are also event and table sponsorships available at friendsforacause.com. Don't miss your chance to have fun and help rescue someone from the trap of domestic violence or human trafficking. The 41st Annual Squat and Gobble Dance Contest and Turkey Calling Contest starting at 6 p.m. Thursday, November 11th at the new Mississippi Trademark. Get your early bird tickets right now at friendsforacause.com. Spillway Diner would like to salute all healthcare and first responders for putting your life on the line to help so many. You are the true heroes. Thank you from Curtis and staff at Spillway Diner. Less England for Clark's Construction. The kind of work that Jerry's done for me includes you know, minor repairs like rotting wood, remodeling uh, the master bath, uh, putting new French doors on the back of the house. He understands what he's doing, and he usually points out you know, why I've had problems and not only how to fix it, but how to fix it so the problem doesn't recur. I think Jerry's trustworthiness is beyond reproach. Call 601-214-9463. Clark's Construction, a company you can trust. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. Hello, I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi. I'm proud to be a catfish farmer. And being selected as Mississippi's Catfish Farmer of the Year means a lot to me. I pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy, and they were raised right here in America. So please make sure you and your family are receiving the best U.S. farm-raised catfish. This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. 
Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business, win with authority. Your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit seaspire.com slash business. Go beyond the headlines on Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's time to get real. Real sports talk for Mississippi. It's time for you to get real with it. Sports Talk Mississippi continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi is brought to you in part by Visit Oxford next Friday. That's one week from tomorrow. The double-decker bus tours return at 3 and 4 o'clock. $10 for adult tickets, $5 for children. You can call Visit Oxford at 662-232-2477 to make your reservations. Tunes around town also next Friday. That's at 5 and 7 with locations at the Growler in the atrium outside of uh, their storefront, Spring Street Cigars, and the North Lamar Pocket Park. And don't forget, you've got the Holiday Open House coming up um, one week from this Sunday. That's Sunday, November 7th from 11 to 3 on the square in Oxford. All in information available on the Visit Oxford website, visitoxfordms.com. A couple of things that are uh, coming up on Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard will be on the road. You can join Middays with Gerard Gibbert next Friday from the grounds of the Museum of Mississippi History and the Civil Rights Museum in downtown Jackson for a celebration of our veterans. Free covered parking on North Jefferson Street for you. Join the two Mississippi museums next Friday as we honor our Mississippi veterans. And we do remind you just a couple of more times that October is National Pork Month. Hey, Dad's a fan. This year, pork has been a, uh, seen a dramatic increase in retail sales as people have cooked at home and tried new recipes from cooking up some exciting new flavors to learning about America's pork farms. Check them out. Pork.org slash real dash pork. So next Friday, all that double-decker stuff in Oxford. But more importantly, the Friday after that, I will return to Oxford, Mississippi. Oh yeah, yeah. We got it. We got a remote there at the uh, the symposium, the Ole Miss banking symposium. Oh, I was not aware. It's good to know. So you get to see me up close and personal. I know you're excited. That will be just fantastic. That'll be just fantastic. We got a heck of a football game coming up tonight, at least on paper, with the, the Arizona NFL, Cardinals. Yeah. And the Green Bay Packers. How does this one play out tonight? The Cardinals have been on such a roll. They got to get knocked off at some point, right? I think the Packers take this one. Hopkins is healthy. JJ Watt is, uh, what year is it? Out for the season. Oh. Another year just like the last, huh? Uh, poor guy. I mean, just cannot stay healthy. He's big and tough and a good leader and all that stuff. He just can't stay on the field. But that's not going to impact this team much at all, aside from locker room stuff. They're really good basically everywhere. Yeah. 
Uh, Devontae Adams out for Green Bay. J.J. Watt out for Arizona. Rashard Lawrence, defensive tackle. And DeAndre Hopkins, questionable. You said Hopkins is going to play tonight? Going to play. Okay. Uh, Green Bay at 6-1. and one, Only loss in the uh, the season opener to the New Orleans Saints. and uh, dominated in that game. See, it was not close either. That was kind of like Aaron Rodgers' preseason game, though. I guess. Uh, I really like. I used to like T.J. Reeves a lot, but then those comments about Drew Brees, I, just, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I can go on with him. I think that's uh, to the victors go the spoils, right? I, I, mean, I guess. Cards undefeated. They get a 67.5% chance to win this game tonight and are a six-point favorite. I think it's settled at six. Big on the money line. Total in this game could be a high-scoring game tonight, 50.5. So that uh, could make for some fun Thursday night football. You get a break from the World Series tonight. A couple of college football games are on the docket. Uh, I don't know if these are ones you're interested in or not. Troy is at Coastal Carolina. So on the teal turf tonight, Coastal a 17-point favorite. East Carolina a 10-point favorite at home against USF. USF coming off a win over Temple last weekend. Yeah, Yeah, they did. I think that was their second of the year. Uh, I will see Temple this weekend. Uh, Brian Haydad and Michael Borky will have you tomorrow afternoon. I will be on the road in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania at UCF and Temple on Saturday. So going to miss out on that trip to the Plains as well. What are you all flexing for there, Haydad? Nothing, man. Nothing. We'll miss you. Borky. Borky. Yeah, Yeah, I can tell. Sounds like it. It's going to be a good show tomorrow. We got it. The best. Best of the week. Yeah. Got a food Friday coming up. You're darn right. Darn tootin'. Ooh, we gotta do Halloween whatever themed food Friday. A food Friday presented liver. by Polk's Meats. Michael Borky and Brian Haydad will give you a little bit of a taste of tailgate. Maybe a little bit of Halloween theme. Halloween. Why did I say Halloween? Halloween theme. Oh, whatever. Same difference. And uh, some grill stuff also. We got you taken care of. Safe trip, Bruce Ricky. Marshall. See you on Monday. High school football. Oh, Bruce is on tomorrow. Will he call Borky Rich? Tune in tomorrow to find out. Thanks for being with us on this Thursday afternoon. Enjoy your evening. For Brian Haydad and Michael Borky, I'm Richard Cross. Adios. Mississippi Media Production.